It's the Benz Brunani woman is Baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this Sit so down, sit down, receive this realness Make sure your cup's ready for the tea We are go sipping here Hard time scrolling for your long shorts You might learn something you never know Collect you find And she's one of a kind Don't say you mind Say you mind <laughs> Twin where have you been? Nobody <laughs> knows me like you do. Nobody's gonna love me quite like you. Can't even deny it. Every time I try it, one look in my eyes, you know I'm lying, lying. Body to body, skin to skin. I'm never gonna again. You were made for me. That you were made. For me, Oi. said you were made <laughs> okay. for me. Okay. Yeah, I had to give you a little extra. <laughs> had to give you a little extra. I love how it's very R and B and gospel at the same time. Yes, I feel like the best <laughs> songs, the best romantic songs, should feel gospelly. Should feel like you know, it's praise and worship of your relationship. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, it's it should be. But um, no, really, twin, where have you been? I have been around. <laughs> life has been, life has been life in. To think that it's been, what, how many years since I've been back on the pod? Um, 20, was it since 2021 when I left? Yeah, 2021. 2021. Was it 2021? I think it was, I, I don't think I was on the pod in 2022. I couldn't have been. Had oh. to be 2021. So to think what, more than over two years Literally yeah. where have I been I've been <laughs> Been working um, I've missed you guys though I've missed yeah. Being on the pod You know Talking every week With everyone But oh, we gosh We were really In the midst of the panel We were really imagine? Just in mummy's Bedroom Recording Mom's away bedroom Just laughing Screaming <laughs> Shouting Telling her to keep it down <laughs> in, her, in, in her own, own home house. In her own home <laughs> And now I just don't even live there anymore. I've moved out. Yeah. I've got my own place now. A beautiful place at that. Thank you. Um, you know, I do feel like I'm far away from everyone. I think that's the only thing now that I do feel a little bit like out of the loop. You know, obviously yeah. that you've got Dapple still in your area. Yeah. And yeah. everything. But I'm just like, damn, I'm just, I'm in East London now. I'm a proper but, East Londoner now. But I feel like it's very Pisces of you, though. You have your phone on Do Not Disturb. <laughs> you have, you've moved to East. Like you, you definitely wanted to make it known. <laughs> I am just going to be away from everyone. No, do you know what? It's funny because at first I was thinking, oh, no, it'll be fine. Like, you know, maybe this is good for me. You know, you just go out on your own. You just, you know, do it however you can. Yeah. But then now that it's been almost two years, can yeah. you imagine it's been almost two years? since? Wow. I've yeah. Two years since I bought my place. And I'm just like, oh, okay. So I get why people, you know, talk about areas before they move to places. For yes. me, it was just like, well, when you when you're born and bred in Beckham, and you you can go and live anywhere. Yeah, true. But true. um, yeah, no, it definitely taught me. Like, I, I like I like my area. I like where I'm living, but it's it doesn't compare to where I grew up. Nothing um, compares to you, Beckham. Nah, nothing. Nah. I mean, even Burmo, Bermondsey is. is oh, is different. that what we're calling that, Burmo? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that one's going to stick. I love Burma. calling it Birmingham. I, I, I remember it being Burms. Was that Birmingham? That's Birmingham. That's Birmingham. Okay. That, no, Birmingham's Birmingham. It's Brum. Brum, yeah, yeah Birmingham's Brum. Brum. So I think yeah. Burms is Birmingham. But Burmo, suits it. Like when I see the, you know, the usuals around the area, the Millward lads, I call them the Burmo boys. The Burmo boys, too. Yeah. The, um, um, oh, the R word. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but 
yes, it's um it's me, Kalechi, in a place to be, and you are listening slash watching SYM, officially known as Say Your Mind, unofficially known as What What. That's right, suck your mom. But we have the person that you lot have been fighting oh, me God. to get back. You oh, said God. this show must not end if Sadiq <laughs> does not grace these airwaves. I when you sent me that message, I know because it's funny with you, right? You're always you never. Force anyone to do anything No I've never known you to be like No you're doing this No But when you sent me that message And said Can you come on the pod For the last show I knew in my heart of hearts That it wasn't a question <laughs> That was not a request It was It wasn't a question It was not a question It was a straight up requ- It was you saying You're going to be on the podcast <laughs> This week So make sure you do What you need to do To be on I said well There you are No choice And sometimes that's just The better way to just put it Like just Yeah you got to be on So definitely Happy to be back Yes You know to think that How many Do you even know How many episodes You've put out um, This will be maybe The 280th 80th, If I'm not mistaken Insane That's wild isn't it Insane I would have thought It was more than that actually and so, I mean there, Maybe there were like um, Emergency episodes And this and that And then there are The live shows that I added I don't know Maybe those are counted in I think they're counted in But yeah, 200, 280 as a solo self-produced podcast is wild situations. Oh, it's just wild. Um, Thanks to myself, did you really have that much to talk about? <laughs> but, you know, you, you clearly you did. 280 episodes. So I must have probably sat for maybe about 30 to 40. I think so. Okay. Was it? Because, yeah, you were on every week from nearly a year, right? Over a year, I want to say. Just over a year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny how we both just don't remember. Things just, I want to say 2020 to 2022 was a blur yes it was it was um it, but it goes to show that time is a construct because mm. you see everyone tweeting about it that the space between 2019 and where we are now it's like doesn't make sense it's Absolutely. like one long week it Absolutely. does not make sense how time has flown that you're, you're trying to tell me that's five years can you imagine i blinked and i was 27 mad 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 it's no 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 it's too much it's too much So um, yeah I'm glad that we Can be here together For the final episode um, It would have been great To get Dako in But he was very specific That if I, he does not have a shape up He's not coming <laughs> <laughs> So we can only assume He didn't get the shape up That he wanted Well yeah fine I don't even I don't even feel like I look my best But I just You know I just thought There was no way That I could have not come <laughs> So because we'll these lot would have found you I would have been like Okay fair enough I mean It would have great, been great To have you on Fine But they The people them They, oh, they would have come for me on Twitter They would have found you And sometimes some of you guys Reach out to me On like Instagram and Twitter And like Oh Sadiq When are you coming back To the pod Love you on the pod And I'm just like Gosh you really remember me Like <laughs> But you know The reason why I say that And I say that seriously Because I feel like In the you know, in the age of social media that we're in, mm. people see you one day, don't see you the next day, and forget about you. Yeah, yeah. And it's nothing harsh. It's nothing. It's nothing personal. It's just, yeah. you know, well, there's other things. Well, there's other things going on. Like, yeah. you know, the news is moving fast. You're seeing new podcasts pop up every day. True. Um, people keep buying microphones. Yeah, illegal podcasts. We should call them <laughs> any podcast where you lot are just chatting shit. I'm calling an illegal podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that is literally what. I refer to them with my friends. That's an illegal <laughs> podcast. Um, yeah, so I just so when people come to me after all these years and like, oh, Sadiq, when are you gonna come on the pod? I'm like, damn. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll 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 figure something out. I'll we'll work something out. This is the at thing. one point you were gonna come over to mine, right? Yes. But I don't know if it would have worked in my living room. Echo. Oh. 
I mean, there were points when, like I said, we were recording at Mummy's. At one point, we even recorded it in the living room, didn't we? A couple of episodes yes, in the living room. Yes, yes, yes. When we had, when we had, yeah, when we had some guests on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was very echoey. So it would have worked. We would have made it work. And you have a rug now, right? I've always had a rug. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I made it sound very basic. <laughs> Um, you got a white refrigerator? No. No, I've certainly always had a rug oh, since I've moved in. Yeah, and I think once you, if you have a rug, it absorbs sound. Okay. So that that's always good. So right, that's why there's a rug in here. But I want have a rug in mum's. No, there was no yeah. rug. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. the sound was just bouncing off the wood um, and stuff. I mean, I've learned so much since mm. like doing this podcast. I mean, there were some episodes that I thought the sound was recording and it wasn't. So, like, many things have really guoned. Even this. coming in here, it feels like, you know, proper high-tech studio. You've got the Thanks. lights, you've got the cameras, the two cameras even. Oh, um, the mics. I'm just like, gosh, I don't want to... I don't even know where to place my feet because... Well, it, is, <laughs> it does feel cramped, but by the time I'm ready to go for Meet Me at the Altar, I'm going to space things out some. And, you know, there are just bits left over, like the... Bits of um, dickhead and recovery affirmation cards A few still left around And yeah, I just need to organise more Because it ends up being like a space for storing Sending stuff, you know, like packages and stuff So Mm. I've got envelopes and everything else Um, That wine 52 box has been sitting there for the longest They sent me, they were sponsoring a few of the episodes, I believe And they sent me some wine and it's still sat there No, and you know I love alcohol free So I can't, it's it's just there um, I feel like I want to open an alcohol-free bar I feel like a few of them are popping up Well, I just think that that's basically a glorified off-license <laughs> What do you mean? Like, is, you're, you're calling it an alcohol-free bar I would just go to the shop and get a Snapple That's alcohol-free <laughs> Like, even when I see people that I, Do you know what the, what shocks me the most? Is going out with people Because like, you, obviously you know this is why I don't drink much yeah. But going out with drinkers and Ordering like a mocktail yeah. And looking at the menu And seeing that the mocktail Is as expensive as the cocktail Yes Because the mock and the cock <laughs> <laughs> Okay No but for okay. me okay. It's like Take your time. You need to let, let me land Like the same If you make the mocktail well The same flavour balancing All of that still goes into it That makes it worth 10 pounds yeah, because think about like the seed lips, the the all like even Lucky Saint. Is it Lucky Saint that I like as a, a That's beer? Alcohol free, yeah. yeah, yeah. They still have to brew that shit. Like so, they're still the same. They're still the same process, and then even more of a process in certain regards because then they've got to extract the alcohol. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm like, charge what you need to charge, and I feel like it makes people like me feel like mm, cute. You don't have to use for some people like myself. Using the price point and it's cheaper actually doesn't work on me. Fine. Do you know what I mean? Fine. Like, give me the luxury. Like, solve a problem for me. Yes. And it doesn't matter how much it is. It's simple. Fine. So if I'm going to drink my Lucky Saint, let me drink my Lucky Saint. Love Seed Lip as a as a non-alcoholic, um, was it gin? That Seed Lip's a gin, isn't it? This drink that you've got me sipping on is actually making me feel a bit woo-woo. You think so? Mm, <laughs> Trip. Mm, mm. <laughs> But it's good because maybe is, is it your first time drinking it? Yeah, yeah. Because I drink it so often, I don't feel anything. Try to move to crack. No, it's making me feel a bit like ooh, <laughs> my head's coming a bit. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. I have a cold, so I'm just a bit <laughs> wiping my nose. Um, yeah, trip is cool. You get it at all the supermarkets, and it's just botanical. There's no added sugar, all of that stuff. So I just thought it'd be good for you. Mellows you out. I think the first few times I drank it, I was like, oh, this is so cool, so mellow. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, mellow. I'll go with. 
Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I like it. Um, but no, and also as a caveat, I was joking about the crack because sometimes some before somebody goes and writes a thread now. So oh, just got okay, that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, the way these people just be throwing out these accusations, you have to be careful. You now. have to be careful. They'll be like, you she do. said on the episode with her brother that she stopped with CBD and moved to crack. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no. No, people um, don't tend to just. Go from that to yeah. <laughs> Zero to one hundred. <laughs> There's a few quick. things in between that before before you go to the crack. But Jesus Christ. Um. So we had to get our favorite Pisces in the house. Like to have you here is is great. Thank you. I'm very um, happy to be here. Yeah. It's 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 a fun time. It's a fun time. But yeah, like you say, joy coming to the end of the podcast is a whole thing. I just think like generally, I've grown so much throughout mm. the years. And years can pass and people don't grow. Mm. So I feel like I've grown throughout the years and now it's a case of like moving on to something else. Yeah, something that's more aligned with where you are now. Yeah. Say your mind, talk your mom, like, that's great. That's wonderful. That's kind of served its purpose. But I Mm. think it's just about moving into something that's, again, like I said, reflects where you are in your life now. And I Mm. think, yeah, it's just, you know, it's a natural end. Yes. I don't think it's abrupt. I don't think it's like, you're not really going anywhere, you know. You're still here. Yeah, I'm still Ish. about. And I think that's what it is. I'm still about. And meet me at the altar, um, as well as Baby Girl Meets World, my two meet new me shows. Meet me at the altar. I'm see, sure you sang see, that already. See, I'm see, sure you see, sang see. that already when you do. That's what it makes you do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I've just been writing my raps. So my new theme tunes, I'm rapping in both of them. So I feel like maybe what we're seeing is the kind of genesis of my new era as a rapper. Mm, okay, as a rapper now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, as a female rapper. I want to be called Mama Lev. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Just don't be putting out any disses. Oh gosh, we have to get to that oh, one, wow. two, two foot, six foot, good foot. Oh, oh God. God. <laughs> oh God. Oh God. Just be don't be putting out any disses. I think if you were a female rapper, you would be very much like I um what's that rapper that was in um um oh, they sung There is only one for Flowetry. Yes, they yeah. don't rap. There was a rapper there, no? Was there? Mm-hmm. One of them rapped and I swish. No, I'm not laughing at that. Rest, just, rest in peace yeah. if that's the case. But sometimes your musical knowledge, I'm not, I have to check this now. Check, check. Because before people like Kelechi don't follow what Sadiq has just said. But I do, was there ever three of them? They went to Brit, didn't they? Or one of them went to Brit. No, not, not all of them were um, British. I said one of them went to British. One of them went to, yeah. Flowetry were an English R&B duo. Oh, English. See? Flourish <laughs> 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 were were an R and um, were an English R and B duo comprising of Marsha Ambrosius. I always think of um, I always think of Ambrosia rice um, pudding. Yeah, I always think here. of it. And Natalie Stewart, the the recording group um, recorded two studio albums, one live album, and sold over one point five million records worldwide. Mm. That's really good. Yeah, they did Formed really in well. nineteen ninety seven. Flowetry started on the performance poetry stage. Oh, it makes sense. So maybe when you were saying about rapping, they mm-hmm. were um, spoken word. Mm-hmm. They've worked with many U.S. musicians. That's why you thought about the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, artists, including Jill Scott, Queen Latifah, Michael Jackson, Common, The Roots, and Bilal, and um, more founders of Neo Soul. So are they calling, is it Natalie, her name? Natalie, yeah. yeah are they calling her a poet? Was she see. listed as a poet or rapper? Wait, how are they saying... 
they said past members, Amanda Seals. Amanda Seals was a part of Flowetry. Yeah, I think so. Briefly, they were saying that. I found that out last year, actually. What? Briefly, and then she left. So that's why I thought it was a trio. That's maybe... I So... Oh, Natalie, the flow assist, Stuart, born 13th of February. Also, she's an, she an Aquarius. Yes. Um, is an English rapper. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We landed there. That yeah. was the mystery. We got there. We got there. Born she's in Germany and raised in London. Mm-hmm. I should have known all of this. Mm-hmm. Oh, you see? Did you hear what she, she said, guys? Cute. She said, oh, your musical knowledge is a bit... No, I said, let's check because if I now... You, you, you changed their... Uh, you changed their nationality. So if we just gone with that, you would have said <laughs> that they were American. No, let me, go, so... let me tell you something. My <laughs> musical knowledge has actually developed a whole load in the space of time that I've been off the pod. I'm glad. Well, that will be tested soon enough <laughs> now that you've said that. It will be tested. She, she's a self-described modern-day poet. The flow assist creates songs that are often characterized by themes of love, relationships, and inspiration. She sold over two million records. That's cool. It's big. Cool. It's big. It's Pick just, up yourself, Natalie. It's funny she's to definitely me. definitely alive. There's, yeah, she is. There's people around, and she looks amazing. There's people yeah. around that have just done, like, amazing things, and they're just like, they just go on to lead like normal lives. And I yeah. just, I'm always fascinated by that. Like you gave us something amazing. Yeah. Like people are still talking about it to this day, but people at the same time will walk past you. And let you go about your business. Marsha is born 8th of August. So she's a Leo. Yeah. That's a cool combo. <gasps> That's such a cool combo. Leo because Yeah, because they're opposite signs to each other. They're oh, sister signs. Oh, yeah. Really? But then they didn't get on. Well, they're opposite sides. Oh, of to course. Each other. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you did say it was a cool combo, so I was just like, okay. Yeah, because the thing is, any you know, we were talking about this the off the our off the record, our off the pod combos about certain other people, and I was saying to you that sometimes when people have astrological conversations in their charts, right, and they're working together, they can re- they can reflect the shadow energy of that combination. Right. Every aspect in astrology. Is about potential You can realise The best potential Of that thing Or the absolute Worst potential mm. Of that thing mm. So when you've got That Aquarius And Leo um, um, Opposition So their sons Are opposing each other You would it, I guess in a way People would expect you Not to get along But at the same time Opposites attract Because it, it became Your shared destiny To do this together Flowetry um, Or um, say yes All you gotta do Is say, say yes. yes That was a song That demanded To be birthed mm. So you both Were the mothers And mm. you needed To bring that Into fruition So oppositions Can bring about Amazing things mm. But if you are not In your charts Realising the best Potential of that energy that's you'll do the thing out. and then you'll, yeah, you'll just have to go separate ways. Right. So some people have amazing synastry together. Like on paper, on the, on the birth chart, the two charts together are incredible. But if people aren't living to the fullest potential of their individual charts, the collective chart can't say much. Right. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. So that's what I think about. And the fact that, yeah, oppositions can feel tense, but usually oppositions are showing you your kind of mirror and then you have to work. Like they always say that the sign opposite you has something that you need. Mm. Right. So my I'm an I'm a Libra sun, but I've got an Aries. I'm an um Aries is my opposite sign. And I'm at the same time, I'm a Libra rising. So I think over the past few years, what I've had to do is find a balance between this fiery warrior type person, archetype that people see me as, mm. and the kind of smushy, mushy. Actual person I am In the sort of like Day to day With the people that know me mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And find that balance Because you'll still get Your head knocked off But you know like <laughs> I don't want to have to do it right. You know Yeah And it will maybe not happen every day Yes Yeah. 
So that's the thing. And then you're Pisces. So your opposite sign is Virgo. Right. So that makes sense. Think about if you get along with Virgos. Jamila. Virgo. Oh, our she's, baby girl. She's a Virgo down. <laughs> she's like, yeah, she's very, very Virgo. Was with her yesterday She's like yeah So that just makes sense And this is This year will make 10 years That we've been friends Wow Just the way Oh the way Time flies And just I just think to myself I've known you for 10 years A yeah. decade Yeah oh my god Jamila is such a babe Absolutely But yeah She's the The most Virgo I know Yeah The Virgoist Virgo I'm thinking Who's the most Virgo person I know I would say Kevin Morosky Oh yeah he's a Virgo right? Yeah Virgo Virgo um, but oh, I know yeah, so Virgo. many Virgos And then I know Virgo Risings as well But I would say he's probably The most quintessential Virgo I know Because he's a Virgo um, son As well as a Virgo Rising oh, really? But I wonder if Jamila well, You knew that with me right I'm a Pisces Sun And a Pisces no, I'm a, a Pisces sun and moon, sorry. Yeah, you're a Pisces sun and yeah, moon, yeah. you're a Sagittarius rising. rising yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Um good. I'm so glad you know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, know, I, know, I know that at least. I couldn't tell you, I couldn't tell you what's in transit. I couldn't tell you, like. Well, you've got Saturn transit happening. Yeah, I couldn't tell you any of that. Pisces. I really couldn't tell you any of that. I couldn't tell you about the houses, but I know my three, my big three. Yeah, that's good. So. See, and that's that. I feel like that does so much better than, oh my God, you're a Pisces. Oh my God, you're a Virgo. That's it. Like, if that's all you know, you don't know anything. Yeah. So what I'm thinking about Jamila is because she's so, like, aesthetically on point, she must have Venusian energy. Like, so mm. I feel like she must have Libra placement somewhere, a I'm Libra, a Taurus vibe. Like, she's got something because she stays on the girl's necks. I can actually tell you. I've got her on Coaster. Oh! Shree. We can have a work. Well, we have to check that Jamila doesn't mind. Um, she'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> she'll be fine. Not you having people on the coast. You need to get the pattern. The coast star is so. I had the pattern. I don't know what happened to it. Maybe I signed Because people up. usually like say that. And with the pattern, you can like look at synastry as well. Like put people's charts together. I mean, they might charge you a little bit extra, but you can put people's charts together and see things. So that's one of the ones that I use. But I use other ones as well. Oh, interesting. So this is her. She's Virgo. Sun Yeah And Leo Moon And yeah. then Leo Rising but, 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 but. I said she's I, What did I call her Before we started recording What did you call her I don't remember Star girl Yes She's a star girl Like Oh my god Jamila's about to kind of Be so super famous Really? Yeah So she's a Virgo Sun Leo Moon Wait Who's a Leo Moon? Well, anyway, there's lots of Leo moons. Like a lot of celebrities have Leo moons, and um, she's a Leo rising as well. And Pluto has gone into Aquarius, so it's opposing Leo. Mm. And we were just talking about the Aquarius and Leo um, dynamic with flowetry, but Pluto has gone into Aquarius, so it's opposing Leo. And I was talking about Khalees last week and her placements, right? But Pluto, the power of death and rebirth going into Aquarius, which will be opposing her rising and her moon, means that she would just be seen more. And she's already walking in the energy of luxury. Like Jamila loves to look great. She's mm. always serving a look. And I believe that the people who are going to do the best over the next 20 years with this Pluto um, in Aquarius opposing Leo are the people who don't deny themselves um, luxury of feeling great. She's got main character energy. Oh, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. And, and she needs to walk with that main character energy. I think it, and, you know, because 
if you are then a Leo rising and Leo is the sign of like courage as well as individuality in a certain regard, like they are the main characters. They're the only sign, Leo, that's ruled by the sun. And I call her star girl. That's our, that's our star. Oh, wow. um, oh. um, the sun. But, but that means that they're opposing houses, Aquarius, that usually represents like friendships and groups of people. Mm. So if you'll be oppositional to groups of people mm. because you're the main character. It's funny how we, me and her both have main character syndrome. So it's funny when you're listening to our conversations, it's like, I'm talking about me. Then she's talking about her. And I'm talking about me. It's just like, there's no, there's no. So if someone was watching, it's just like, okay, so who's listening? Because I'm going to say, I'm going to bring something up about me. And then she can say, okay, well, that reminds me to bring something about me. And then before you know, we, we both just know what's going on with each other. But we, I mean, in terms of any advice, you, you got it. You'll be fine. But I feel like I enjoy those sorts of things, though, because sometimes I'm speaking to friends and I'm not asking you for advice. I don't want any advice. I'm just letting you know. I'm just, yeah. And the fact of the matter is, if you dare to give me advice, I'm likely going to do the opposite of what you said. So don't waste your, <laughs> don't, don't waste your breath. Don't, don't waste your time. Don't. I get it. I get it. And I think that's where I'm at with it. I'm just, I've learned to just listen. Yeah. This is what you You're got going on. Thank yeah. you. This is what you got going on. Yeah. I'm going to just, I'm going to just listen to it. We'll just, we'll just talk through it. Yeah. And but I think with you, I think you're probably one of the very few people I actually come to for advice. Mm. Because again, when we look at the astrology, you've got your son in my 12th house. Although the other day I started thinking, what if I'm not even an Aries rising? What if mommy got my birth time wrong? And I I'm was actually, thinking that the other and day. And I'm actually a Pisces rising. Or what if I'm an that... Aries? Because I feel a lot of anger sometimes. Okay. <laughs> Aries, right? As in Aries rising. Because you'd no, still just, be a Pisces sun. She didn't lie about your actual Well, yeah, yeah. Birth. But I was thinking more of like if I'm a, like maybe an Aries moon or something. Well, the day that you were born, the moon was in a specific place. It's your rising sign that would change how you appear in the world. Uh, no, then I think mine's right. Yeah. I think mine's right. I think, you, you know. You love travel. Come on. Yes. You're always and I think with, with, with have being a Sagittarius rising, people, sometimes a disappointment for them, but people think that I'm this lively, really, really social, sociable person. Yeah. And then the more you get to know me, it's like, oh, actually, he doesn't actually want to be around people. No, you don't. You and don't. That's, that's, I always see, I always realize that moment in people and it's like, oh, you're not even, okay. So you're actually okay. So this is, you kind of like, yeah, this is, you kind of lied about your, someone said that personality fish. What? <laughs> because, no, I, I, I see why though. Because I think it depends on what sort of setting you meet me in. If you mm. meet me outside in a social setting, you're going to think that I'm this social bubbly person mm-hmm. but when you come and chill with me at home whew, it's quiet i wouldn't even say i'm quiet but i'm just i like to just i like to be the listener i like to just listen yeah you tell me what's going on with you i don't want to be the and i think that's why our dynamic works so well because i don't get to talk to many people so when i get to talk to you i'm like and then this happened and then this happened and this might seem like it's not linked to this but this but is this, linked yeah, to that yeah. and so even before we started recording today i'd given you the whole lowdown of my visit to liverpool because i got back this um afternoon and i'd already given you the whole lowdown and you're the only person really that i can go on mad tangents with and <laughs> they come that a lot, yeah. we'll talk about this person. and it doesn't help yeah that i ask a lot of questions you enable me yeah 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 seriously you telling me about and I'm like, oh so how many kids you got and I'm like and that's not it's got no bearing nothing to do I'm just also also what oh also they got married there oh wow and then meanwhile you're telling me someone's been murdered or something right like so I really I really you really enable me to just go off on one whereas people will be like can actually remember what you were initially talking about but I think that's you, you probably don't remember back when we used to record that was always how it was you would show up to mum's house 
for a good 45 minutes to an hour, we're just, we're chatting away. Yeah. Like, actually, sometimes we're probably chatting away things that we should keep on the pod. <laughs> but we're just chatting away. And it's like, okay, yeah, now it's time to record. And I can't remember what I was going to say now. No, it's true. But I always feel like I need to get that out of the way, get the lowdown out of the way, and then we get into the things. But I have started thinking that maybe I am a Pisces rising because mm. I'm so sort of like dreamy and Neptunian. But... No, I feel like Aries really, really fits for me. It really, really fits. And if we think about Aries rising, my seventh house would then be Libra, the house of relationships, commitments, partnerships, marriages, all of those. And then South Node moves through there. And then I had all the like divorce stuff and all of that stuff. So I feel like it tracks, you know, like if you're trying to figure out if you've got the right rising sign that you've got the time right, check the themes that have been happening in your life and then see if it tracks no, with what the current transits are. Yeah, my mine 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 definitely tracks. But I was curious, so would five minutes off? Be- yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Because the rising changes, I want to say every they said every t- 11 to 15 minutes Oh wow Okay. So if you're off Even by that Then you've got A whole different um, Chart In terms of The planets would still Be where they are In the sky But where they Which house they fall into For you would then You know Be different okay. So um, Yeah so all of that But then I feel like you can make Many interpreta- interpretations Work for instance If I were to be A Pisces rising But no That wouldn't work Actually Because Jupiter I've got Jupiter in Pisces So if Jupiter was in Pisces In my first house that The first house is the house Of the physical body right Mm. If I had Jupiter In the house of the physical body I would be bigger than I am Physically Yeah Oh That's That's how I read it That's interesting Yeah So that's why I'm just like No makes sense That it's the 12th house So that's why I was saying Like I find it so easy To talk to you about things Because you've got your son the, The star of illumination In my 12th house Of the subconscious Or the things I don't see so if we're t- I, I can actively come to you for advice Because you usually see things that I don't see Right Right So that comes in um, handy And whereas I've got like Saturn and Sagittarius Which is interesting I've got Saturn and Sagittarius in your first house And so being your big sister Kind of being like Oh no 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 yeah. That way Yeah 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 this, yeah, 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 this. yeah 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 So it all tracks But anyway We should get to the things Because we've been talking and oh, Yes guys out. Guys They're probably tired of me now No <laughs> They will never be They will never be But And we ended up on that From Flowetry And I said I wanted to be a rapper Called Mama Lev <laughs> Mama Lev Oh please Oh please That sounds like a restaurant <laughs> Oh we said Mommy Mommy <laughs> That's so sad though No one's going to call you Mummy Lev that, Those days are gone yeah, No mommy calls me Mama Lev oh, Whenever she calls mommy. me She's like Oh hello Mama Lev No if I went to Nigeria And lived in Nigeria They'll be calling me Mama Lev Fair enough Yeah They'll be like oh, Bob Risky <laughs> Bob is really serving body Body I heard when Bob walks into a wedding huh. Everything shuts down Yo Yo, 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 yo And it shocked me I thought Nigeria but, Of all places But this is what I'm saying About star girl quality Right? Because I think Bob is a Pisces Oh I think Pisces I could be wrong Pisces or But Bob definitely has Leo placements It's either Pi, Bob is a Leo Or Pis, Pisces But I think Pisces Because there's You guys are a, still friends, right? Yeah, we're still friends <laughs> That's will, my boo Bob will just be messaging you Saying, I love you guys <laughs> <laughs> It's so funny. Bob sees everything. Oh, 
yeah, I'm just, I'm just happy. Just happy. Like live your life. But as you say, like in Nigeria, and that's the thing in Nigeria of all places, you're still able to kind of be like, I'm going to do me. But obviously with security, like you sense in it. And security, but still like you've got men, big, big men who maybe have wives, kids. They are going down on the ground to prostrate people risky. They are fighting. They are pushing through women. Bob Torisky. Bob Torisky. Mommy of Leggers. <laughs> Mommy of Leggers. take a picture. <laughs> what did she say? She goes, um, any, any event, when me are you jam, I go to beat you. <laughs> <laughs> What's that TikTok where the guy's like, I don't even say... I don't even say it by anymore. So there's that voice. That yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. I just say anybody who ever did that. I get the When I jam you, I get the beat. Like, Bob, man, can't chill, <laughs> chill, 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 please. Always wanting to fight, like res, res. <laughs> but no, I, I, I just love Bob. I love Bob Whiskey. Even with all the scandal stuff, I'm just like Bob. I feel like I, I feel the same way about Bob as I do about Azealia Banks. Your unproblem your problematic fave. Yes. Okay. Yes. Azealia Banks, um Well, I, I can't I'm, argue with whatever you lot might say as a, in terms of a critique, but I can't help the way I feel. Yeah. Yeah. I go in and out with Azealia because sometimes when she gets it right, it's yeah. like, oh my God. Yeah, you just it's fire in the booth. Oh, it's hundred percent. And then sometimes you get it wrong, and I'm like, mm, I don't know about this. You just you seem a little angry. Yeah, like you just seem a little bit bitter. And that's why sometimes I even have to check myself. Like there are some points I want to make online, and I'm like, but are you in the mood to make this point? Well, does this point need to be made by you? <laughs> I uh, that's, that's that's why also I, another one. That's literally why I ask myself because I've 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 come to realize that sometimes when I say things, it can cut. Yeah. So I'm like, do you know what? I feel this way. I'm sure I'm not the only one that feels this way. Yeah. I'm not going to be the one to say it. Fair enough. Someone else Fair is going to take this one for me because... <laughs> yeah, take one for the team because yeah. I'm not doing it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Well, let's get into the tarot then. So the tarot reading says... And I thought this one would be cute because, like, you know, you you always keep me, keep me in the know about the office and work sort of environment because I'm just out here in, in these streets. Yeah, I don't know what no it's like. No timetable. <laughs> yeah, no, like just doing, just doing bits. Um... Hello, Kelechi. I don't know what's the protocol for coming back for a reading after you've already picked my letter before, but I feel so much helpless rage, pain, and humiliation that I wonder if the cards might have any word of comfort or validation for me because I really am hanging on my very last line at this point. Oh, you sent that in May 2023. I hope you're okay. Mm. My present workplace is toxic as fuck, and I've been barely hanging on because the pay is decent. For Lagos standards anyway Oh let go Oh god And I'm saving to buy land And build my home in Ibadan Things were manageable for a while But escalated last Tuesday When a colleague screamed at me For several minutes And now it makes sense Because I I sort of like Skim read your message Like when before I choose one I just sort of generally Skim read it And I saw um, But I didn't see the Nigeria part I just saw Um my colleague was screaming at me for several minutes. And I thought I was in the UK. So I was <laughs> You was you was about to pull up them HR policies. You were about to just or refer her to one of your lawyer friends. <laughs> I was about to give you the <laughs> Sally was about to join the chat. Boy. But you said it's Lagos, so it makes sense now. So you said things were manageable for a while, but escalated last Tuesday when a colleague screamed at me for several minutes, even with me asking him, him, oh, not to shout at me. He responded by telling me to shut up several times and screamed even louder, at which point I 
punched him in the throat. That's not what you said. Oh, you said, <laughs> I was about I'm, to say. I'm just hoping that's where oh, this God. goes. By which point, or at which point, I got sick of it and shouted back at him, asking who the fuck he thought he was to tell me to shut up. Oh, yes, that's just yes, My boss called me in, implied that my response might be tied to my bias towards this individual. My bias, not that this piece of shit was screaming at me at work for several minutes. I admitted not to liking the man, said I was not in the habit of liking people who tell me to shut up or calm down when I point out the misogyny in their statements. The latter part was something he did a couple of weeks prior to the um, couple of weeks prior to the event when I challenged something he'd said about female athletes and them being undeserving of equal pay because basically they haven't suffered as long as male athletes have. The next day, after the screaming incident, I sent in an email detailing the event, thus reporting it in. And I, of course, copied the individual because I'm going to point out your unprofessionalism and verbal abuse. It isn't going behind your back. This man, though, responded by basically saying that I instigated the whole thing, that I made a snide remark when I passed by him as he was screaming at his subordinates, and that when I got upstairs, I said he was throwing a tantrum. Apparently, he finds the word tantrum triggering, and that's why he escalated, um, hence the screaming. So he accused him of the tantrum, and then he gave you a tantrum. Yeah. <laughs> um, he ended the email by basically calling me a liar and saying that he hoped I learned from the situation. That is so Nigerian, man. My boss didn't call him to order. Instead, it became a, you both fought, let's move on oh and let go God. of our egos and all the bullshit after that. Basically, they spun the narrative that we were both at fault. And when we were had a follow-up meeting to air out the grievances, I recorded the whole meeting. I was tired of people putting words into my mouth and spinning narratives that didn't happen out of thin air. Please tell me why my, my boss calls me after asking if I recorded the meeting because someone, I can bet my ass, it was that piece of shit colleague, came to him to report that I was recording the meeting and they felt I was doing so for sinister purposes. Sinister purposes. Now, I admitted to doing so because I wasn't taking any notes and that was the only way I could track the issues being brought up for us to resolve. I also mentioned that I didn't realise that we weren't meant to record the meeting and apologise for that, but I'm done. I'm done and I'm exhausted. I've been humiliated and I'm just so angry. I want to leave this job, but I don't know what to do. Can spirit please help guide me and show me the way slash what I should be doing next? Because I've been in this industry for 11 years and I'm just exhausted and want to do something new slash something else. And I don't know what to do. I feel drained, like they've taken everything from me and I have nothing else to give. Please help me. I've attached my chart courtesy of Chani. Thank you for reading all the way to the end. And I hope you and yours continue to thrive and stay being your amazing, marvelous selves. All the love from a, from an exhausted baby girl. Oh, I feel you. I feel you. Ooh. Guess where her planets are in based uh, on what we've just talked about. Oh, I'm just not going to get it. There's no point. Leo. All of them. She's got sun in Leo, Venus in Leo, Jupiter in Leo. And you sent this in and I, I, it was random how I mentioned you, right? And ah, I love you so much, Spirit. I want to take a moment to say like, God, you're just, you're just really that guy, non-gender specific. You're just really that guy. (laughs) Really that guy. Because 
this was sent when so this was sent in May when Pluto first dipped its toes into Aquarius. Right. So into baby girls, exhausted baby girls, second house. Because uh, that was sent in May last year. Yes, Jeez. 2023. So that was when Pluto first dipped its toes into Aquarius, went back out, back into Capricorn, and then has now come back round into Aquarius just last week. Right. And it's going to stay for a little bit, go back out at the end of the year, and um, like near the end of the year, and then finally settle down, you know, 2024, uh, sorry, 2025, settle down in Aquarius for the next 20 years. But why that's important is because baby girl, Pluto is, I'm sorry, Aquarius is your second house of talents and the money that you make. The eighth house is usually money that's given to us by other people. The second house is the money that we make. And so your second house is Aquarius and you've got your North Node in Aquarius as well. So the thing that you are, one of the assignments or the main assignments that you have to navigate in this life is how much you value your talents. Like you have some talents that probably haven't come to the surface yet. You haven't realized just how great you are or can be at certain things. And I think here I'm getting the idea that maybe it's to do with technology, either technology and or humanitarian causes in one way, shape or form or community focused um, projects. But when we look at the opposite sign to Aquarius, which is Leo, that's your eighth house, the money that um, or the um, resources that we get from other people. So you've got your son in Leo, you've got um, Venus, like I said, and Jupiter. So that means you will gain a lot from other people, from the attention of other people. The eighth house is usually the things that people obsess over us about. So wherever you've got Scorpio placements is usually the thing that people obsess over you about. Or if you've got eighth house placements, those are also the things that people obsess um, over you about. So for me, for instance, I've got Mercury, the moon, as well as Venus and Pluto, but that's a generational planet. I've got Mercury, the moon and Venus in um, my eighth house. People obsess over how I communicate, Mercury, um, my, how sexy I am, <laughs> <laughs> Venus, because they won't know you, you don't have to be conventionally pretty for people to just be like really sexually drawn to you. So they obsess over that as well as my moon, the way I feel about things, right? I share how I feel about things. I communicate how I feel about things and people are drawn to that. They come to me for that, right? And so that's what I see here that with this um, opposition, Around the time that you sent it, you I'm getting a feeling that you haven't left that job yet, but you're about to leave that job um, this time round. With Pluto visiting this time round, before it comes and settles properly into Aquarius next year, you're likely going to leave now. If you don't leave right now, last, last, by the beginning of next year, you're out of this job. Mm. But it's what are you going to go and do next? And I think that there's something here about, for instance, we're talking about the attention that you get from other people, like people, you know, thinking about you or maybe you helping people with the attention that they get. So maybe being a publicist, you probably be sick at being a publicist, right? People are getting the attention. You are helping them shape what that attention looks like, especially in somewhere like Nigeria. So many people need media training. My oh. God, it is the ghetto. It's the ghetto out there. Help the people then. The, the journalist or the presenter <laughs> will be insulting you. They will be insulting you, calling you names, talking to you anyhow. There'll be. I remember seeing this interview about they were interviewing a rapper or a singer, or whatever. Mm. And then the, imagine the journalist asking the rapper, "So to the singer, he's 
She's saying to him, oh, but does anyone even listen to your music though? Oh, oh, oh. After getting me on the headlines, <laughs> as you were. <laughs> that just, that taught me a lot. But that's a perfect example. But your sixth house of work um, is in the sign of Gemini. So Mercury rules Gemini. So I think maybe something to do with travel as well as writing could be really good for your public speaking, that sort of vibe. And then we look at the 10th house of, I really think it's to do with humanitarian stuff or, or the arts because your 10th house is Libra, right? And we've got the South Node moving through Libra right now. So you are thinking about a career change. I don't think it's a job change. For you, I actually think it's a career change. So I would suggest considering things like something to do with publicity, PR stuff, writing and copy for things. I think you'd be really, really good at that just by looking at what's kind of just set up here um, in your chart. And you've got lots of placements in Capricorn as well. You're a Capricorn rising, so you're a hard worker. We know that. And also with you, things happen over time because um, Saturn, and you've got Saturn in Capricorn. Damn. Um, so yeah, so as a Capricorn rising, um, Saturn rules Capricorn. So things in how you develop, they take time, but then they take time so they can be well done and they can be there, be there for you. But let's see from the cards, chart what you've asked about. Um, hopefully you can still hear me. Let's see about what you should do next, what you've asked. Let's see what the cards are saying. But that was just me. Oh. Got it. Right. That was just from me looking at your chart. Have you downloaded the Chani app? Uh, I don't think so. Get the Chani app, not CoStar. Chani is okay. the best app. And I think that you are saying to me how you'd like to know just a little bit more about astrology. I think yeah. the Chani app is the absolute best one for that. Chani Nicholas, for all the promotion that I've done for you over the years, <laughs> Chani, 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 how many times did I call you? All the promotion I've done for you over these years, like you don't know me from Adam, but I've let the, I was with you before you got the app and I'll pay the money and then you'll send us the files and I'll, and you even trusted us with all of those files and not to send the files to other people. I didn't ever do that. But I would just take my Aries rising out and I would listen to the readings that you gave us. I was with you from day. Give me a private reading. I'm actually willing to pay. I'm not even saying give me a free private reading, Chani. Let me pay for a private reading. I'm surprised you haven't met her. Right? But she's based in LA. Maybe oh. when I go to LA, I'll bump into her. But I really like her vibe. And I just think she just um, sets a great example for what a company can work like when everybody at the top isn't a fucking idiot. Mm. So anyway, let's see what our exhausted baby girl needs to know at this time. This knows you're really going through it. I'm laughing. You know what Sadiq said before we started recording? I said, you know, you don't have to wear the headset. Oh, wear the headphones And he's like, no, I want to wear it Because it's warm <laughs> Yeah, it's keeping me warm It's keep, it's making me feel cosy Like, you know when you feel like You've got air muffs in Yeah Alright So what we've got here Is The rage that you feel So we've got Let me switch cameras Actually make it easy For, for the people that are watching The tube uh, Move this out of the way So you can see properly But basically The rage that you feel about this guy or this colleague of yours needs to be better expressed, right? And you, I feel like you need space to really kind of work through how you feel about him. I think because people keep essentially like gaslighting you and being like, oh no, it's an issue with you both. And it's like, no, it's not an issue with us both. Like he started it. It's not an issue with us both. So yeah, it's just important that you have some space for that. And we've got the Hermit card here, which is a Virgo card, and that's your ninth house. Um, 
maybe there's something here about going off to study again. So, you know, when I was I'm suggesting about the PR and the publicity stuff, maybe you're like, I'm not even trained in that. See if there's a course or something that you can do, because I think you have a natural affinity for it. But the Hermit card represents Virgo and Virgo is your ninth house of higher learning. So it's something for you to consider. And then we've got, um, here we've got the, I think it's Virgo anyway. And then we've got the King of Swords here. Let me just make sure. What is your house? Because sometimes I just have to take a snapshot in people's. Yeah, I was right. Ninth house of higher learning is where you've got Virgo. And then we've got the King of Swords here, which is this guy. I think he's a little bit older than you as well. He's just got lots of insecurities because he's uh, intimidated by the fact that he thinks that he thinks that you're more intelligent than he is And he isn't wrong But he's not dealing with it very well But that's not your personal problem He can feel how he wants to feel about that um, And then you've got the high priestess Like I said um, or, or you know, I was saying earlier The high priestess in reverse You actually haven't realized just how talented you are yet There's something about this situation The fact that it's frustrating you That's pushing you Forward in terms of figuring out another talent that you hadn't realized before. You've got an amazing intuition. You're super wise and really knowledgeable. You just need the space to be able to um, figure out what you want to do. And I'm looking at those mushrooms around the high priestess, and I'm thinking about maybe something to do with agriculture in the um, interim. Maybe you um, go and work at a place that's dealing with agriculture in Nigeria in some regards and helping them with their branding um, because I think the agricultural sort of um, industry needs it. Um, it's a big part of Nigeria, yet it's not spoken about um, nearly enough. But yeah, they, these are just general things to consider. Let's see what we've got from, oh, and it's fallen all the way over there, the Black Angel deck of cards because I just felt drawn to Pulling a card for you from here Oh, there's some big cards They're massive, innit? The spirit guide is the card that you've got Let me actually reach for this It's on the floor Sorry, I'm back All right So the spirit guide is what the card that you've got I'll just show you here Spirit guide So I'll move back to here so you can Hear what it's all about What's it all about Alfie Um, The spirit guide What does it want to say to you uh, Okay So uh, The spirit guide here says The spirit guide represents Enlightenment of self You have been able to do the difficult task Of sustaining your true nature over time you know all too well that the true self is impacted by falsehoods you may have practiced over the years to survive. As a spirit guide, you have found yourself helping people remove these falsehoods. You may work as a psychotherapist, a spiritual teacher, diviner, or philosopher. I think that this is what you're meant to maybe work out, which is why we see the high priestess, you're helping people, you know, figure out their things. You make us look at ourselves in a way that is frightening. Illuminating the soul is a phenomenal experience that you indulge in Your capacity to help remove illusions puts you in a powerful position with others On your waking path, you constantly look at various perspectives on life It is this seeing process that sheds light in your life Your heightened illumination comes from your ability to reflect upon life Sometimes folks are not able to understand your forthrightness You may utter an illumination and they blame you for stripping them of their beliefs in your mind, you say, I should have left that alone. At the same time, you realize your enlightenment can be beneficial to all. 
People gravitate to you without realizing that they are being pulled by their desire to be more honest with themselves. You may be attacked for your actions, causing you to feel hurt and ostracized. On the sleeping path, you have illusions about the enlightened states of being. You may feel right about something or someone or feel as an authority or expert, leaving little room for discovery. You find little patience with those who seem unenlightened. You may find yourself judging others according to where you feel you are on your on the continuum of being enlightened. This self-righteous stance can keep you isolated from others or cause you to waste energy by involving yourself with spiritual competition. Ooh. Enlightenment is less about knowing what is right or wrong or having transcended the frailties of being human. Enlightenment is more about being aware of the nature of life, being awakened to life in each moment. To cultivate an enlightened state, one must constantly examine what is true so that when you share your life experiences, it does not come off as preaching dogma. Keep the book open on what you perceive to be true. Know that new experiences bring new truths. You might find the greatest illusion is your own enlightenment. Be sure that others are seeking your guidance before you speak. Watch for impatience and arrogance. Remember the beginnings of your own journey towards wisdom and the confusion you felt at the mistakes you made. A a fixed mind will keep you from having the heart to see anything. Watch for any projections of holier than thou. Self-righteousness or appearing to be more right than others. Refrain from making others feel small and insignificant so that you appear large. Your light is profound. And that's with that Leo 8th house. I was also dragged there with you. Don't worry, that was a communal dragging. Um, And that card, I've actually got that page bent in um, the book, in the Black Angel book. I've actually got that page bent because I remember, I think it came up for me um, before I went to Peru. And it was something I had to look at. Like, why do I need you to know that I'm right about this thing? What do I get out of you knowing that I'm right about this thing? What is right? What is even wrong? Like, let me not force it. And moving with more compassion with people. So I say that because when that wolf card came out about balancing out the energy, when I was showing you about this rage that you feel with this guy, there has to be a balance there that where you can let other people be right. And it's, and I feel like it's really necessary for your mental health in a space like Nigeria, that is so deeply patriarchal and misogynistic that if you want to battle to the ground over every fucking issue, you'll, you'll run yourself down. So there has to be a part of you that lets other people be right because you already know what the truth of the situation is. And this guy isn't going to change his mind anytime soon. And if we go back to what you said, when you called his behavior, a tantrum, and he literally then went into more of a tantrum, that word that you used about triggering him is because a lot of men are still boys, especially in Nigeria. They weren't really taught emotional regulation. They weren't taught how to self-regulate with it. I'd even say self um, West African men, they're not really taught how to self-regulate because their, their parents or how they were raised meant that, um, they were just allowed to feel whatever they wanted to feel because boys will be boys. And so they don't know how to self-soothe in a manner that isn't um, disrespectful, that isn't harmful to themselves in certain regards, or isn't just them repressing, pushing down their emotions. So when they go to express an emotion, it will usually be a negative one and in a very big way. So that word tantrum would have hit the child in him, a child that was not taught how to self-regulate. But I'm not saying all of that to tell you that that's your fucking problem. That's not a you problem. That's a him problem. But it's just to note 
these people that you're around. In Kenya, currently, they're having protests um, um, against um, the violence against women. Women are being murdered left, right, and center in Kenya because, again, we come back to this whole thing that I'm saying about men aren't being taught any sort of self-regulation, but they're taught that they can speak to women in any sort of way and it's going to fly. If this Pluto in Aquarius means that women gather up together, teach each other self-defense and start killing you, or what will you now do? How will you explain yourself to the slum flower? Like you really need to start thinking about the ways that you're behaving. As in the men, really start thinking about the ways that you're behaving. Because some of you are really lucky that you'll come across women who have um, emotionally regulated enough that they haven't come to slap, like to, to, to just slap you around the throat. Oh no, slap your face and punch you in the throat. That's what I want to say because it was a very specific visual. But for you, I'm just like, look, especially in the workplace, I've heard of so many different workplaces in Nigeria where the women are going through it because men who don't really know which way up and which way is down feel that by the mere virtue of being a man, they can talk to you wreck and there's nothing that's going to happen from it. You need to be in an environment where you're more in control of your work, your, your working environment, your day-to-day. And that's why I'm thinking that you should consider, if you can, doing some kind of online course, if you don't know much about um, publicity and PR currently, or maybe it is writing that you want to do. Maybe it's journalism that you're in, actually, when I think about it. But whatever it is, moving into a space where you can do it and you're not having to deal with this so directly, you're still going to have to deal with it because hashtag Nigeria. But you're going to deal with it in a way that is safer for your mental health. So I hope that that helps. Do you have anything to add? No, I think you literally just, you hit the nail on the damn head. Like I knew that working in Nigeria was hell when a friend told me that you have to call your boss, mommy or daddy. (laughs) I was like, that is when I knew that working in Nigeria was hell. And do you know, sometimes, because I've got quite a few Nigerian friends, sometimes I just feel bad. I just think to myself, so really and truly, what this life is about is actually a bit of luck as to where you're born and where you're based. Yes. Because I could not imagine me working in that environment that she describes Mm. with my personality. They would, I would either kill or be killed. (laughs) Right, right. No, it's like, seriously, you walk into somewhere and then maybe you walk past your boss your boss calls you back and says, can't you greet? Are you oh, insane? My- like, it's just so, like, I work somewhere now where my, my the CEO of the company will see me at my desk and walk over and say, hi, Sneak, how are you? Right. You're coming over to me. So I, I should, you'll see I me should, in the corridor and you say, can't you greet? Can't you greet? And then I should, have you seen, you. no, have you seen me this morning? Oh yeah, have you seen me this morning? <laughs> and do you know what's so crazy about it? Yeah, what's crazy about, like, living life that way is that, and I always say to people, and I, I remember, one time having a big argument with mummy when she kind of tried to pull something similar years ago. And I said, mom, do you, do you actually not realize that I could be going through something? Right. I could have, God forbid, lost a friend today yeah. that I just want to go to my room and I just want to, do you yeah. get what I mean? I just want to be left alone. Mm. You're telling me, have you I'm not just, seen me? <laughs> You're trying to me? now start an argument <laughs> over the fact that somebody did not greet you when they came in. I just think it's insane. And yeah. I think that so much, when I really think, because we can easily laugh about some of the stuff that happens in Nigeria, but when I really deep what's going on there, mm-hmm. the, those people, they, whether they know it or not, it's hell-like, it's hellish. Yes. And I just don't think it's fair for, and it's hellish for people. But then when you now think about women, I think, oh my gosh. Like, if you're there, then... And it's funny, because it, all the people that I know that are there, everything is always about finding a way out. Yes. So you find that so many of them come over here, and it's master's degree after master's degree. Yes. And I remember 
asking someone, it's like, why are you doing so many, like, why do you do so many degrees? That's the only way I can stay in the country, bro. Wow. It's the only way you can stay in the, oh, sorry, I feel wow. like I'm grossing it up. Because, <laughs> do you know why? Because they've, they've put a stop to it or something. Yeah, I think yeah, they, they've, they, yeah, they've yeah. limited it. Because some, some guy went online and started talking about how people are coming over here and it's because it's via, the, via that route yeah, yeah. of like, just, you know, taking out loads of degrees. But yeah, I feel, I feel for you lot. Like, even if your advice was just to, Make do, manage. Yeah. I think that would be fair advice because what can you really do? What can you really do? And, and this is someone that has been, you know, she's she's a professional. She's been working in that industry for 11 years. 11. And you're still to- and told that, you, but still... you both fought. Right. You both fought, so get over it. So right. if you slap me, right. we, we both fought. Right. So imagine she's getting treated like that. Imagine an intern. And that, But that's, that's how it all started. He's shouting at people that work, quote unquote, under, under him. him. Yeah, and she's him. just like, what are you doing like why are you throwing the tantrum and then you've directed your energy at her who she's not your subordinate right but you still even have energy for her and it reminds me of Ake festival like i was saying when i went for the book festival in november and they were having a panel about um domestic abuse and um misogyny in nigeria or something and this man stood up and he would not shut up arguing back and forth and what's funny was that he was even one of us lot, like one of the people Rich. that at some point, no, at some point he would be a speaker because oh, we, okay. we all had a special lanyard. So that meant that he was going to be a speaker on another panel at some point. He stood up and he was arguing. Like, what about you women? Eh? You don't want us as men to be men, always criticizing us, always doing this. And the other men were clapping. I said, this is the state? Yeah, This is the state of Nigeria? Nigerian men only know how to be men when it's to do with violence. <laughs> if you remove... And, I only look. I you see all the time on Twitter. I'm actually shocked some some of the comments that I see on Twitter. Yeah. Like genuinely, genuinely shocked where a woman will come and you know bring a story about how maybe her husband has been beating her and doing this. And you know she's she's given us details. Yeah. She's given us pictures, videos, everything. Then you have one guy in the comments there, not a burner account, because you see that's what's different about it. the UK. They, they don't need it. Full they don't need it over there. Government. Full, full government name, literally. Yeah. At least over in the UK, you'll get a burner account that will yeah. try and chat shit. Fine. Full name. They've even bought Twitter blue. Right. <laughs> Full they name, everything, and then the comment under the post is, "Well, what did you do?" There Simple. There, there are pastors that are doing that will be giving sermons that are just the most amount of fuckery. There are people that call them. I don't know if you remember that guy that his wife is like um super smart, sort of like scientist or something, or like some super mad smart um, mathematician or something like that, and he's rather well known in Nigeria, and he said that on his first date um with her. He went and he gave her an equation to do, to see if she could do it. And so she did it. And then he told her that it was wrong. And, but it was actually correct. And All she right. was just like, how did you know it was wrong? He's like, oh, cause the internet told me that it was wrong. So she had, to, I think she had to actually show him that the internet is wrong. wrong. And she had to get it proven, like write to the people. And they were like, oh my God, you're right. Sorry, you wrote it inaccurately. But he was like, the reason I needed to do that was to test how smart she was and to humble her. But just on that example, shame on her for doing the equation. Shame on her for doing the equation. The minute a man gives you an equation to do on the first date, you walk away. And I don't know, it's easy to say, but a lot of these women can't walk away because it's like, I'm going to walk away from this only to go to the same thing. Where, so, so how do you ever expect them uh, to get a man? Right. And none of them want to be lesbos. So what, what, do, you, what, what do you expect them <laughs> to do? have to make it work. Because they feel like to them and all their God, God, that that's the worst thing in the world. Boy. I'm a lesbian, oh my God. So they don't want to do that. So they will tolerate a man you showing up on your first date and giving you an equation Asians to do. do. And you guys he are said that it's the most difficult equation, rah, 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 that hardly anybody can do. And she was just like, boom, boom. your mum to do it. 
That is literally what I would say to him. I said, get there was an equation your mother should have done. Your, in, order, in order to date me, you have to be as your mom has to be as smart as me. Let's go with that. That is a point. Yeah. Get your mother. Get your mom to do it. Because if your mom can't, don't don't, don't demand, ask me. It's don't insane. demand such. It's insane. But that's that tends to be the theme. Humbling. Yeah. And just yeah, keeping keeping women down. That's literally what I'm they're trying to do. Let me see if I can even find it. And because the next time he speaks about her, he then says something like, um, Happy, I think I don't know whether it was her birthday or an anniversary. So they got married. Yeah. Oh wow. I don't know if it was a birthday or anniversary, but he said something like, "My wife isn't the prettiest." <laughs> oh, I saw that. She's not the prettiest. She's not this. She's not this. But she's she's right for me. And I'm like, okay. Oh, Gibbs date maths equation. <laughs> I have reason. to find it. <laughs> it's making me think about this scene. Have you been watching Champion on Netflix? No. Oh, it's making me think about this scene. It's, firstly, it's a really good show. You guys should all go watch Champion. That's um, Candice Carty in it. Yes, Candice Carty. Bop, 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 this bop. actor, Malcolm Camulete, is amazing. Ray mm-hmm. Black is in it. Anyways, there's this scene where Ray Black is eating, walking down the street, looking like a tick buddy girl. Yeah. She's walking down. The guys there on the street, they're like, oh, they're, they're, you know, they're hollering. Oh, yeah, yeah tick buddy girl, tick buddy girl. Don't eat too much, though. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? But do you know what I found hilarious about it? It's actually that's actually how London men are. They will they will big, they will big you up, gas you up, and humble you in the same second. They they said don't eat too much though. <laughs> Take money, girl. Yes, don't eat too much. Though. And I was like, yeah, that's funny. They love it, and it is and so true. The same. I'll be. I remember times when I would be running. Um, like a few years ago, I'd go running, and there was one specific time I was running through New Cross, and then the guy was like, as I was running past him, he was like, strong girl, strong girl with a fat palm. Oh god! <laughs> I, just, I ran faster. <laughs> I was like, I need that would have made me stumble because it's just so oh aggressive. I, I think that's the day that I really then hated those um, shorts or things with the line. No, they make leggings for women, and the seam goes right through the middle. I'm like, why, why would you why would put you a seam yeah. there unless you hate people? Why would you do that? So. Can't even find it, but the guy said. But anyway, you saw that other one that he said. Yeah, when my he wife's says, not this. Yeah, this my wife's that. not the prettiest. She's not this, but I love her. And da, 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 da. and people were like, "But why would you write this unless you hate her? Like, why would you write such a thing?" But you're again. This is you trying to humble her, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. letting her know again because you feel so inferior. Why marry a woman that you feel so inferior to? And I tell you, people are managing in this life. People oh. are just. They're just taking whatever they can get. And I just never want to be in that situation. But if you're taking whatever you can get, please don't get on social media and try to sell it to me like it's a great thing. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. A lot of Nigerian women, I think, and because of the ways that they're raised and they, um, in, they're raised in pygmyism before anything else. The actual religion in Nigeria is pygmyism amongst the black diaspora or West African diaspora. The, the, the religion is pygmyism. I agree. And so they will do anything to perform being a pick me yes. And then you'll now get online And then you'll be doing up m- Me and my family But you're miserable You're absolutely miserable So why don't you just save the post Like just, And just be miserable just be, quiet just, Yeah, yeah just yeah, be in silence. quietly miserable It's fine oh. Spreading that misery all around And trying to disguise it as joy oh. So now for share your magnificence um, The family of a man Paralyzed after a scuffle Outside a nightclub has agreed a 1.2 million pound settlement with a police force whose officers lied about the incident. Julian Cole was taken to the floor by officers outside Elements Nightclub in Bedford on 6th of May 2013. Hmm. 11 years ago. The 19-year-old, that's when you snatched his life from him, made him paralyzed. 
Well, the 19-year-old had been trying to get back into the venue after being refused a refund when he was ejected. Mr. Cole, now 30, was left with a broken neck and damage to his spinal cord, which caused brain damage. His family agreed an out-of-court deal with Bedfordshire police in which the court, uh, in which the force did not accept liability. Oh. Mm, no. And it has been approved, but I don't know if I could take the money. No. no 1.2 ain't, ain't even enough. I'm sorry. For, for, <sighs> no. And it has been approved by the High Court in London. Mr. Justice Martin Spencer said he had no hesitation whatsoever in approving the settlement. The matter was compounded by a concerted attempt on behalf of the police officers involved to falsify their account of events. That's more of a reason why you can't say that they can leave without accountability. Strange. Anyway, maybe this should have gone in straw of the week. I don't know. Um, First year University of Bedfordshire student, Mr. Cole, then age 19, had gone to the nightclub on the Sunday with friends, but was ejected through a side door in the early hours of Monday. When he was arrested, he had been trying to get back into the into the venue after being refused a refund. In 2018, a police conduct a, a police misconduct hearing found three officers lied in their statements about Mr. Cole's condition during his arrest. They claimed they had claimed Mr. Cole had been able to walk and get into the police van, but CCTV showed he had been he had to be carried with his legs dragging on the ground and head hanging down. Wow, that's what he looked like before. Wow. And then that's him now. That's crazy. All because of that. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Cole's mother, Claudia, wept during the high court hearing, which she, um, which she attended with his brother, Claude. Angus McCullough, um, Casey, representing the fam- family, said the settlement represented a substantial top up in terms of additional care, therapies and equipment. The judge said that a, pers- a representative for the chief constable of Bedfordshire Police had expressed his regret and apology at a meeting in 2020. But if you're not taking accountability, what why are you saying sorry? Why are you saying sorry? What are you apologizing for? Because apparently you did nothing wrong. That makes my belly turn a little bit. Like, what the hell? Um, Bedfordshire Police has been approached for comment, but obviously they said nothing. Um, so I guess I put it in Show Your Magnificence because I was just like, okay, you got something out. Of the police In terms of that 1.2 million But in the grand scheme of How much you would have spent Throughout the years Since they did this Did this to um, Julian In 2020 Sorry 2013. 20, 2013 How much have you spent Since then And and what would this cover And this doesn't bring His life In back. the way that he knew right. it Back He used to be an athlete All of those things Snatched away from him And then we, We're finding A continuous theme With police officers Lying Lying, lying. Zayna Iman, they lied about her as well when they took her out of her home during lockdown. Remember that whole situation, putting her in a police van and then drugging her. Like this, when they keep talking about the gang matrix, the gang matrix, the police are the biggest gang since day. Like what? So to Julian's family, if you say this is, I guess that's why I put it in Show Your Magnificence because sometimes it's a gray sort of area. If you're saying this is a a, a win. I mean, if okay. they're happy, yeah. if they're happy, fine. I mean, if you I just, like it, I love it. And also, I think it's very easy to be like, oh, no, 1.2 ain't enough. But you know what? The family have been fighting for years. Yes, yeah, yeah. They've been fighting for years. Like, I just, so for, it's not hard, It's not easy for them to hear that, oh, 1.2 is small. Like, look, guys, we've been fighting for, since yeah. since this thing happened. So I'm sure they're just happy to put it to rest. 
yeah. you know, they can sort of, you know, pay back whatever they've had to fork out to look after him. Mm-hmm. But it really is. It's just a tragedy. Really, I was thinking about that situation of these two athletes, these two um, athlete parents. Oh, Bianca and, and her. And R- Ricardo. Ricardo, yes. Yes, yes. Yeah. that they um, accused of having weed in the car. Yeah. And I was like, huh. And the they dragged, the police... dragging them up in front of their child. Yes, yes, yes. Are you fine? And they were lying, lying, lying. Yeah. Like you said. To, literally, to still to this day, I don't think and they even admitted it. Yeah. No, no, they've been, they're, they're vexed because they had to apologise. It, it, it got dealt with in court. Oh, okay. Did they get money? I don't know. I oh, don't, okay. Yeah. I don't know. But, um, yeah, I feel like a lot of things at the moment, you can't quite call if it's good news or not. Do you get what I mean? Mm. It's, like, it's like in one regard, I hear it. And in another regard, like, how, what have we done? And a similar thing, you know, for Shea Magnificence, um, two slaps on your chest. South Africa, the South Africa, South Africa took Israel to court, right? Oh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. The and whole so, thing's been going on for a while now. Right. And so... Pardon me. The other day, January 26th, it said, it says here, breaking news, the International Court of Justice has ordered Israel to take steps to limit harm to Palestinians in Gaza in a case brought forward by, um, or in a case brought by South Africa that alleges the country is committing genocide. Um, and so I read that and I was just like, this is great. Like, you know, they're being held to account. This is great. And actual Palestinians in Palestine were like, fuck that. You know, like their thing is like, well, we haven't tell them to cease fire. Like literally, that's use what they the, need yeah, to do. Yeah, say cease not fire. Limit harm. No, not not, not kill one hundred people instead of two hundred. Right. Right. You're you're saying limit harm. Make sure that they have access to food and water. Make sure this. Make sure that. And make sure because there's a risk of genocide. Well, over twenty three thousand people have died. So I think that the risk well, is very much in that, that, yeah, yeah. We're, we're in it now. Right. There's no risk of it. It's like looking at a burning building and being like, oh, there might be a risk of a fire. Fam, it's burning. Right. So, yeah, I I understand the frustration of the Palestinians. I was just flabbergasted that black people who are not there. And they're over here I was saying to them lot You should be, You should be glad Like it's something It's a step in the right direction Bro like They could step out Or not step out And get bombed Right this moment You're not the one That's going to tell them What is a victory for them And what isn't Absolutely so, But then I You know I still I still I would maintain that if, if If such a ruling Can happen At this time It's That's a positive It it's, is a positive It's way more positive Than it is negative I do appreciate yeah, that yeah, Of course yeah. I'm not living in Palestine I can't be like Oh I do get that But I think what needs to happen Is that people need to Slowly Well they're going to I guess slowly Wake up to The madness That has been happening Yeah Like last year for me Was just insane Like I had never seen Up until 2023 I was telling my colleague Up until 2023 I had never seen A picture or a video Of a dead child Yeah Never okay. I'd never seen yeah. it And now I've, I've seen so many In bags in just there Some of them You're like Why do they look asleep Like they don't I don't see anything on there But they're like Oh because they Exploded from the inside Or they imploded Right because of the pressure Of the nearby bombs They imploded So that's why they look asleep And I think about that And I was like And I think How does that not radicalise you How does that not make you think Like fuck these governments Like Jeez. truly Honestly deeply Like why How would it not make you feel That way And so people On another side People were like Look the ICJ, the International Court of Justice, has um, phrased it that way because you can't. If you follow what they've written, you can't continue doing what you're doing. If you follow everything to the letter that they've put there, you can't actually continue what you're doing. They're, they're, like therefore, 
it is a ceasefire. Yeah, what but, they're technically saying, but they're not saying ceasefire. Right. Right. So But well, then I also found I also learned that Israel don't necessarily need to listen, right? And that's and that's what people are coming down to. They're like, unless you say it like full force, these countries that are supporting them, you, they can't yet be um called uh, um, they can't yet be officially referred to as being complicit, like complicit in war crimes, right? Unless you say it the way that you need to say it, right? Right now, you're just giving everybody a light pamming, like, oh, you know, guys, like, you stop, know, stop, stop, doing stop, this, stop doing naughty, naughty. right? And I'm really sh- surprised by that black African that she's in from Zimbabwe, the woman, mm. the judge that voted against mm. all measures to end the genocide. You're, and this one was keep saying the first black or the first African woman or the first African this to go in. They go in there and they move mad. Yes. And sometimes they're the first black African or whatever it is for a reason. People have identified. <laughs> like think of, think of um, you know, Priti Patel, the first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think of Rishi Sunak, the first. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Because they have been trusted to go in and do certain that things. That mark of white supremacy is on them. There we are. And yeah. you, they are agents of that. Yes. Literally. So, and then I read here that it says um, 40% of um, cabinet, shadow cabinet, as in like Labour Party, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, 40% of the shadow cabinet is funded by pro-Israel groups. That explains a lot. (laughs) It explains a lot. I've always, I I always felt that when I was seeing people, you know, saying. They're wishy-washy posts. Doing pro-Israel, pro-this. I'm just like, anyone that's doing that, you you obviously have a financial, um, What's the word? Interest. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, and I just think it's sick that you lot are putting. I mean, when you come and look at the money that some of these people are earning, it's just like you're putting that over lives. And they're doing that because oh, I've got to think about my career. And these people are usually the ones, like your donors, who are um, giving you money for you to have your campaigns, to run for party leadership, to do this, to do that. But what is the? How can I trust you to lead us and to liberate us if you can't liberate yourself from a paycheck? You're what, taking. You're, you're, you're taking blood money. Oh. It's mad. So that's all I had for um, Share Your Magnificence, where it's one of those things where I think that an aspect of it is great. Like it sets a sort of like a precedent, but I don't know if all of it is right. great. Right. Um, but it's a step in yeah. oh, the right direction-ish. And it's funny that, like we say, there are certain things that people aren't wanting to speak up about, but they can speak up. We're moving into So You Mad now About Margot Robbie And Greta not getting Nominated at the Oscars oh, they For were, Barbie they were But very Ryan Reynolds vocal. did They were very vocal about that I saw someone say Oh Not Ryan Reynolds Is it Ryan Reynolds What's um, Ryan Gosling Ryan Gosling Ryan, There's yeah, so yeah. many Ryans Yeah there's quite a few Yeah Ryan all Gosling white, All white Yeah But um, someone was like Oh yeah The fact that Ryan got nominated Is proof of the message of Barbie And I just thought I don't think Ryan should have been nominated too Mm-hmm I, don't I think, haven't watched it, but I don't think it was a great film. No, I haven't watched it, and well, I haven't watched it. I can appre- I haven't watched it, and I think it's would be a good watch. Yeah, but I don't. I can already Is it tell. No, it's not. None of those performances are Oscar worthy. I don't think that. I think if if you, if we sat Margot Robbie down and said. What is your What was your hardest performance Barbie wouldn't be anywhere near. No, I loved her list. as Harlequin though. She was amazing as yeah. Harley Quinn. Yeah, like if she if she could get an Oscar for that, then fine. Did she get something for that? I don't know, but she but we know she's that decorated. she gets awards. Yeah, yeah she gets awards. So she's yeah. And I, but for me, we could have this conversation if it wasn't for the fact that there's a genocide happening. And Hillary Clinton could really stretch her thin lips to put out a tweet 
saying, oh, Margot and Greta, I feel for you. Very much like our sisterhood. I know what it is to deal in a male dominant. Yeah. And she, they should put um, hashtag Hillary Barbie. She, she, I didn't even see, but you know what's making me laugh? Have you seen that video of Tokyo Tony? Oh. <laughs> yes. Tokyo Tony. She's killing me on TikTok. <laughs> She's, she is, before I even go on, I want to say Tokyo Tony is the most, she is the lowest vibrational person I've ever come across in my life. Absolutely. When we were talking about problematic, she's not even a fave. She's just problematic. She is but to I can't the bone. stop I can't, watching. I can't. I'm addicted to it. She said, and Hillary Clinton? Well, <laughs> she's not going to have much to say after this. I just thought, do you understand, Tokyo Tony, that aside from you being mentally ill, you're also saying these things drugged up. Yes. Like she's got some real, real issues. So when you said Hillary Clinton, it just made me think like, why did she, what? why did she even mention her? But yes, Hillary she Clinton. She mentioned her like they're in personal beef Can you imagine? together. And she's like, and you know, and the people and Hollywood <laughs> don't want you to know. Right. But I know. Tokyo Tony. Yeah. Tokyo Tony, the chosen one out of all of these people, they told Tokyo Tony. <laughs> <laughs> I said, okay. And so every day you keep coming and switching this camera back on. Okay. Like she 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 really needs to stop. But Hillary Clinton, I've always I've always just gotten some some really, really, really dark energy from her. Yeah. Really dark energy. I remember when she was running against Trump, I just thought, I want both of you to like not be here. Yeah, just don't. Just don't do it. But I feel like Trump is actually gonna come back and come back heavy. Oh, he's coming back. He's coming back. Because Biden, I he ain't got it. You can have all the facelifts in the world, baby. Like it's not like it's not That's what I really find Interesting about American politics Well Some of you may not know But I actually studied US politics In Indeed, uni Indeed But um, yeah There was a theory That you, um, The US government Tends to go from Hard to soft yeah. Right So You get Barack Obama yeah. After Barack Obama Who do you get Trump Yeah You get Trump After Trump Who do you get Biden Yeah you get Biden, who are you going to get after that? Trump. Trump, most likely Trump. Like, the people just need to feel both sides. Yeah. It's, it really feels like. So I definitely know that whoever's coming in next is not going to be soft. Yeah, and it's and it's the same, it's the same, it's two sides of the same white supremacist coin because Obama also killed, you know, like. And that's you know, what people are talking about now. A lot of black people are airing their frustrations out like, now that we're in 2024, we actually don't know the difference between the Republicans and the Democrats. Exactly. So all of this baseless, oh, remember to vote, remember to vote, the lesser of two evils, remember to vote. It's only when we can vote them in that we can hold them accountable. Bitch, you can't hold any of them accountable. And and Trump was a clear example of that. Congress, all of them lot could not chat to him. And then when them lot came and stormed um, Congress, what is it, on the 6th of January, what have you done about that since? A man with a mugshot could potentially be president again. He said, grab them by the pussy and you voted him in the first time. Now he's been here. He's been dragged from court to court by his toupee and you're still... and He's been ordered to pay 81 million to a lady. What? Yes, just just in in the last couple of days, he's had to pay 81 lady, I think it was maybe... 81 lady, 81 million (laughs) to this lady for, I think, for a defamation case or something like that. But I don't even think he's got money like that. Oh no, he's still, he's still, definitely still. 81 million. Yes, 81 million. 81 million Hell But this is somebody That you'll have as president And you've got I'm sure he'll invite Andrew Tate On the first day He will will do He will do whatever He likes And it's quite concerning Actually now To see Black people Turn around And be like Actually Trump You should go see Your TikTok You've got lots of Black people Saying they're voting Trump But I get it Because at the end of the day He lets them in The White House 
um, um, Lil Wayne did not get him. Kodak Black, that is. No, Lil Wayne loves him as well. Oh, no, no, Lil Wayne, yeah, he, yeah. he, he released Kodak yeah. Black. He pardoned yeah, yeah, Kodak yeah. Black. Yeah. And Lil Wayne, Kodak Black, heaven forbid, not Method Man. What, what, there was another one that all of them started fucking with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Timberland is Yeah, it? Oh, they yeah. all started, whoever. And then I think I was just about over giving you. Michelle. Yeah. And the only thing that I feel bad about that, like, the only reason why I feel bad about that situation is because she got so much stick yeah. for performing for him. Only for everyone to turn around and be like, yeah, I love Trump. Kim Kardashian's going in there talking to him. You've yeah, I was got, thinking about her just got, now. You've got all of these people going in and look at her career now. Yeah. Well, because, well, she still shouldn't have done it, but I don't think she deserved any the same, for it. Yeah, like, the same sorry, energy. Just, oh, give a, everybody the same energy, basically. Yeah, but my, in my opinion, she it was a gig. Yeah. She didn't say, I want to go and perform for Donald Trump. You lot approached her and you lot approached her after 12 people said no. But that's more of a reason why she should not have. Like, 12 people said no before yeah, you. Maybe but, I guess but so, then but again, when I you need don't the money. have money... Yeah, yeah, I need the money. Yeah, yeah. No one's, no, if, I, if I don't perform uh, for Trump, you lot aren't going to give me the money he was going to give me. <laughs> Do you get what I mean? So why should I... And it's not like she wasn't... And integrity to, is so overrated. Right. I'm so sorry. It's so overrated. She didn't, she didn't write a new song for him. She went and performed her Blackity Black songs. Yes. And did did whatever she needed to do. She sang in her Blackity Black way and she moved away. And then Tiwa Savage did the um, coronation, didn't she? Yeah, yeah, there you are. I, I always find that these things is to do with the time and it's to do with who is making the noise. Yeah. And like looking back on it, it was just bad timing on her part, but she definitely didn't deserve any of that flack. She wasn't even like an outright Trump supporter before the fact. But then we I all knew like that they the, were looking for someone to perform. Right. But it legitimizes it by you performing, is what people are saying. The votes have legitimized it. Like, this is what I'm saying. He's, like, already, he's there. already there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's already yeah. there. It's the White House. Like, and that's what I find interesting. Like, Trump didn't. Trump didn't know who Chrisette Michelle was. <laughs> no. And actually, fun, fun, let me tell you even something even funnier. If I go to him now, 2024, and say, who is Chrisette Michelle? He still wouldn't know. <laughs> and yet you got flogged on his behalf. There we go. And now, no, and now people are even rocking with him. That ski, red, what's it? Sexy, Sexy red. red. She yeah. likes him. Yeah, I think a lot of people say it to, to look cool. I don't think, I don't think half of the people that say they like Trump will vote for him. I think it's now become a cool thing where he's become this icon of like but I think I don't give a fuck right but I think we're underestimating them because to get a chance and the thing is his people will will utilize that oh they have been right and so it's just interesting times I forgot to say baby girl exhausted baby girl from the reading earlier one of the cards that fell out I've just seen it on the floor now and it's the nine of pentacles and it's very much given all the ladies are truly dependent throw your hands up at me so you're definitely being encouraged to, to start your own thing I know it can feel somewhere difficult somewhere like Nigeria, but make that your focus. So as Sadiq was saying, for you to manage, manage, manage this, manage this job role while you're studying and getting something set up for yourself as a business. And it will do well if you consider making it something that's accessible online as well. So consider that. So I just wanted to add that in there. Anyway, going from one Barbie to another, because that, that was basically my thing. Like you suddenly Hillary and all of these lot have energy to be saying what happened to Greta and Margot for not getting that nomination. Oh my God, it's so terrible. Feminism, feminism, so terrible. But girls, women are being blown up right now in Gaza and you say nothing. Silence. You say it's complicated. So if you're not for the girls globally, then you're not for the girls. My uh, my thing is, if you want to keep quiet on what's happening in Israel and Palestine, you might have your reasons or whatever. All right, cool. Keep quiet on everything. Keep shut. I don't want you to talk about the Golden Globes. Mm. I don't want you to talk about the the Grammys, the Oscars, the Super Bowl. Keep don't quiet. Talk about, yeah. Don't talk about anything. Yeah. Don't talk about anything. And I don't want to see your bag, yeah. your purse, your shoes. I no. don't want to see 
anything no, now. No, no. Stand on that business yeah, yeah, truly yeah. if you ain't going to talk about anything. Yeah. Like, that's just my thing. Like, and I, and I do appreciate that some people have reasons why they don't want to talk about certain things. Fine. But mm-hmm. don't try and pick and choose. You know, and I think that that was audacious from her. Like, you are... You are a politician. Right. You know what I mean? Talking about the you, Oscars. You don't want to, you're a politician not wanting to talk about politics. but A you disgraced wanna, one at that. Right. Don't want to talk about genocide, but you want you have all of the vim to talk about this. That's mad. Crazy. Um, I'm thinking about that, though. The amount of times I said genocide, it will speak to why Spotify might be suppressing my views. But anyway, this is... Um, all my listens. Anyway, this is the last episode, as you know, of this um, podcast. Um... And a fellow, well, another earth sign who works very closely with me on this podcast, Jonathan, had suggested, why do I need to come back on February 5th with the new show and Kaleidoscope ready to go on February 5th on my website? Instead, I'm going for the day of the leap year, 29th of February. So join me on my website, 29th of February for Kaleidoscope. You could go and check it now. Like the, the page is up in terms of Kaleidoscope. So you to tell you that it's coming. But... When you go back onto that very same page on the 29th of Feb, you'll be able to click, go to the members area and do your thing, and we'll be good to go. So just letting you know that that 29th of Feb. And actually, initially I was just like, why are people advising me what to do? But I thought, no, that's my initial reaction. And it's something that I needed to hear, actually, because maybe I needed to feel the permission to actually take a break. Yeah. Like even today, the reality of like, I missed the Kolechnikov showcase last night. When my students and teachers were performing in the um, showcase, you know, paid for everything, booked the theatre oh. that we performed in, but booking the theatre, doing all of that, that we um, did all of that in. But I ha- was in Liverpool for my friend, um, my friend from uni, he was getting married. So I was in U- um, Liverpool for that. And then I got back today and then rushed straight over here for us to do the recording. And so thinking about when Jonathan sent me that last night, like, girl, actually rest. You tell, you talk about everyone taking it easy, actually rest. And I had to, you know, respect it and be like, you know what? I am going to take a few weeks off of good. not worrying about anything. And 29th of Feb will be good to go. I think that there are like probably 10 tickets left for the live show. So, <laughs> if you, out, yeah. Basically. So if you haven't got a ticket yet for the live show in April, please go and get your ticket. Um, but I, I think it's a great place to be to have like 10 tickets left. So that's wonderful. Sold, that's, done. that's sold out. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Between now and April, the 10 will yeah, go. Yeah, so. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't even announce 10 tickets left because <laughs> by the time you go check, it's gone. So right. let people go just do the work for themselves. But it's so, exciting. But between now and then, I am still available for one-to-one readings, you know, one-to-one tarot readings. So you can buy them on kalechiokarpo.com forward slash shop. Or you can buy the one question tarot readings where I send you an um, um, audio file back of the short reading I would have done for you. So any questions that come up between this last episode and the 29th of February, you can do that. And I'll likely send a newsletter out um, in that time as well. So to introduce you to the Kaleidoscope newsletter. Um, So yeah, anyway, like I said, going from one Barb or one Barbie to the next. Nicki Minaj. So what's happening with that? So, um, I love how the Nicki Minaj correspondent. Right, because she, she was—that's your girl. That was your girl. Yeah, I like, I like Nicki. I've, I like Nicki. I appreciate her artistry, but I yeah. think that this—the last few years have definitely taught me to not, you know, what, what's the what's the phrase? Separate the artist from the art. Yeah. Like literally, take from people what you're happy to take. When they start veering off, you just yeah. you let them do their thing. Nicki Minaj seems to be spiraling right now because, um, Megan. So you haven't listened to Megan's track. 
Because you I like Megan. I like, I like Megan a lot. And yeah. I think, again, I got into Megan because of Jamila. Oh, interesting. Me- J- Look, <laughs> Megan actually, I always, I, I've been telling Jamila this, Megan low-key owes Jamila some money. Because I only knew about Megan through Jamila. Yeah. So many, a lot yeah. of people say that, that they Jamila put them onto she Megan, me especially on Megan. in the UK as well. Yeah, she put like, me Megan, Megan recognizes her. Megan's like, but she went to an event last year. Megan yeah. was like, come over here. Like, yeah. literally, she recognizes her. Rightly so. But Who yeah, no, she's, she's, she's worked really hard for her for some reason, for free. Mm. But um, yeah, so Megan has come out with a new track. It's called Hiss. Yeah. Um, and in the track, she says something to the effect of these. I can swear, right? Yeah. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? She says something to the effect of these hoes think they're mad at Megan, but what they're really mad at is Megan's law. Is Megan's law. That bar, <laughs> that was a, that was a whacking. She oh. whacked. That was a that was a lashing. Oh. That was a real lashing. I don't think a lot of people know Megan's law is um, a law that actually was founded by, or rather, after a case to do with a, a, a girl named Megan. I believe it was a sexual assault case. Mm. Um, so they called it Megan's law. To now, um, um, so basically, if you commit a sexual assault offense, mm-hmm. you it's like. Period. You're getting sent, sentenced mm-hmm. to a certain mm-hmm. amount, like, yeah. you're, or you're being put on the sex offenders list. So, Megan's Law is actually a website where you can actually go and see sex offenders. Oh. I guess, yeah. So, that's what she was saying. Nicki Minaj replied within 15 minutes. She replied within 15 minutes. She went on live. She was talking about um, Megan, get up on your good foot and stuff like. Like, she was really going. She was going in. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. It was a, it was a good response, but that was a whacking for Megan. Like Megan won that round yeah. Definitely Definitely yeah. Like and she didn't And you know Megan didn't need to call you a bitch She didn't need to call you this She didn't need to call you that She just said Megan's Do you know how hard that bar is? And that's how Megan is a rapper And and that, that's is. not to take anything away from Nikki Like Nikki was rapping But then she got too much into the Higgy Hagger of everything else And like at this point It looks like you're beefing all of the girls And you'll swear that you're not Because you'll be like Oh look I'm friends with this one though And then three months later You'll now be beefing her too yeah, look, I think it goes both ways when it comes to the, you know, the rap girlies beefing. I feel like what happens is that they come into the game like Meg did. They are itching for a Nikki feature. Yeah. They beg her for a feature. Mm-hmm. So which is why I find it interesting because at the time that you begged Nikki for a feature, her, her husband was still on Megan's law. So, you know, everyone needs to just I like be, that. I like that perspective. Yeah, every, right. everyone just needs to just be aware of everybody's where they stand. Mad. Yeah, everyone, you know, like, yeah. when you deep it, like, everybody's actually mad. Everyone is a little bit. And then, you know, you've got the video of Megan and Nikki linking up on the video shoot. Who's there? Kenneth Petty. Yeah. Meg, Meg. So you were in, in his presence. It didn't bother you then. Well, Fine. even if you weren't talking, then right. you, were, you were still happy to... Do, do, yeah, do a song yeah, yeah, with yeah. him in the video. Right. He's in the video. He's in the video. He's in the video grinding up on Nikki. He's in the video. He's in your video. So no, nah, so come on. It's still a, it's still a bar, but just let's just all just be let's all yeah, circle back. Yeah, let's just all just <laughs> yeah. just be sure as to what we're saying here. So yeah, so that's just my thing. Like they've been going back and forth for a while. Megan, a lot of people are like, oh, Nikki's being an Agbaya, like she's doing all this. But no, no, no. Let's also be honest. Megan has this turn. They've been going back and forth yeah. secretly. This is the time now where they're both now. Putting a name on it Like who we know who yeah, yeah, yeah we know yeah. who Meg's talking about we Because then What two weeks ago It was Jada Kingdom And what And Steph London Yeah Which was also quite entertaining as well I'm just here for the entertainment I, I don't I don't agree with people Trying to pick sides uh, You know Making fun I just look I'm just here for the entertainment Two women are fighting I'm just going to stand Look and laugh I'm not going to do the yeah. whole Because the thing is Men fight all the time Right Like Drake gets cussed out All the time Oh she cussed him as well In the, in the chat <laughs> She said 
these niggas hating on BBLs, but they're walking around with the same scars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She dragged him. She dragged him. She dragged him. She dragged him. And look, that's why you have to give it to Megan. Like, not very many people will go after the greats. She's going after the greats. But and she had the receipts to go with them. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Because we can... Drake, you also went and saw Dr. Miami. Well, not maybe even Dr. Miami, but I think you you, you went to Colombia. Let me tell you about Drake. Places. Drake has had three rounds of lipo. Yeah. He's had two abetchings. Um, he's had a facelift. He's had filler. Yeah. Um, he's done something with his ears. He's had a nose job. Yeah. Drake is you're actually a, a BBL girly. <laughs> like, <laughs> Drake, like, Drake was in the same recovery house as some of these girls. <laughs> <laughs> he was the same, the same woman that was doing the um, what's that? The mass, the massages yeah, that yeah, you do yeah. after. You go to the, the lymphatic drainage. The lymphatic massages. drainage. You go, you go Drake's been too. doing it too. You're like, also wearing your um, the your bar. Bar. <laughs> He's wearing the bar. So she whacked him. She whacked him. She whacked her. And Nikki has been. Loki, she's been spiraling ever since. She's gonna have to go and bring all the all the writers in. Like she has she has to have a writers' room. Every Nikki. bar, yeah. Oh no, no, uh, Nikki don't need that. She, no, she no, don't need no, the writers. Nikki can write. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I'm not saying she can't write, but you, for that, to me, it's on par with when um Remy Ma came at her with Ether. You know that when oh, we yeah, 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 like, Shifa, Shifa, like you, you have to go and bring the best of the best to just run your lines by like get it right. Get it right Because I, I think that When it was that Remy Ma one She floundered She floundered She didn't have it Well with Remy Ma She, she kind of whacked Remy Ma a little bit You she know She tried but she, no. she, she said something like How you shoot How you Something like Basically You left your son Over a stack You went to go shoot someone Over a thousand dollars And you left your son For six seven years Oh wow Like oh. she No she 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 whacked Remy I just Look I just I'm I'm just a big believer in just seeing things as what they are. I think a lot of people see things from a stands, a stand like lens. Like a forced dichotomy. Like you, it, there has to be a right and a wrong. And it's like what we were saying earlier. Like let other people be right. Like like it. It is what it is. Yeah. Like let the girls fight. Yeah. Like let the girls fight. No guns and no um weapons, but just fight with your bars. Fight like, with your bars. Yeah. And that's and, and it. let and let that be that. And if you want to link up a tussle a little bit, then you know do that. If it just gets the tension out, if it gets the frustration out, I don't think out, Nikki can fight. You know. I think, and I think Megan can. I think well. I think if it's a fight between Nikki and Megan, Megan's gonna like come on. Megan's gonna win. And that's so yeah, yeah. don't but tussle physically. I also don't think that Nikki can move quickly because of the bum. <laughs> no, whereas Megan's got some good. She's knees. got some knees. She's got knees. And she's been banging. She gym. can she can leap yeah, at you. Yes. She can leap at you. So she's I think by the time the gym. by the by the time she even gets towards Nikki, Nikki's just come and off then the she's ground. She's younger as well. There we go. There so, we go. But that's I think that's another thing. A lot of people are coming for Nikki's age. And I'm just like, I, I don't really go with the whole no, age drag. No, no. I think the age um, drag thing only happens when you are not behaving, like when you're not respecting yourself. Fine. Because I think that, like, do you see, um, I don't know, the, the, um, the Foxies, the Queen Latifahs, like maybe they've got their own like um, older women drama happening elsewhere. But you don't see them now coming to come and tussle, tussle. Like there comes a point where you have to, you even say it to me, don't try it. You say it to me, when some of these lot will come and say some bullshit and, I'm, and you know I can flog them and I can flog them well. Like, but should you be flogging them? Should you actually even act like you've seen the discourse? No, no, no. I hear it. I hear it. I hear it. I think, it's, you know, it's, it's context. I think some, what's happening here is being played out on the global stage. Yes. Right? So if Megan comes and says something, Nikki is entitled to be like... No, but how did it start? We can't just start at that point. If, if, because it was before this, she, 
was talking before this as in Nikki. Yes, Nikki was talking before this. Now, how it starts, Nikki claims that there were some ill feelings towards um, Megan because at the time that they recorded the track, Nikki's saying that she didn't charge Megan for the track at all for the Hot Girl Summer track. Okay. Right? So I'm, I'm taking from what Nikki's saying is that Nikki said, "Okay, I'm gonna do this track for you, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna be coming out with an album soon." Yes, you, you've been. You I'm gonna need you to, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think they both respect each other. Well, I think most importantly, I think Nikki respected her as an artist. Yeah, I yeah. thought she thought, "Okay, well, no, you good, and people yeah. like you, so that's." Do you yeah. know what I mean? So I, I think that's what happened, and that's and Nikki says that when it came time to return the favor or yeah. do what needed to be done, people was people were acting like they didn't know what she was talking about. Okay. So Nikki now has gone on to reveal that oh, in when they were filming the Hot Girl Summer video. Because this was a time when Meg was known for, you know, pouring Hennessy down everyone's yeah. throat. All the girls wanted to yeah. Meg to go pour Hennessy down their yeah. throat as if it was some different type of Hennessy. But anyway, <laughs> she's trying to she's trying to do it to Nikki. Nikki's like, no, no, no. I think she told her off camera that she's trying for a baby at the time. Okay, okay, okay. And Nikki was like, what you do that? So Meg was said something like, oh, but you can go to the clinic or something like that. Basically, you can just go like, don't worry about trying for a baby. Drink now and go get another. Oh, girl. Yeah, like she was just. But she was also going wild. through things. She was also yeah. going through things, yeah. and she's also much like we're talking about the age. She's also much much, much younger, younger than yeah, you. Yeah, she, yeah. I mean, she's she's not going to be able to appreciate it. So I don't know. Nikki was claiming she, you know, maybe felt away after that, and then the biggest thing that happened, and I guess Nikki's not going to mention it. But then Meg now went to go do with Cardi. With Cardi. Yes. And it's not even like she went to go work with Cardi. They came out with the biggest song, one of the biggest songs that year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nikki can't what? Nikki can't act like she ain't heard it. So yeah. that happened. And for some reason, it's like if you work with Cardi, if you work with Nikki, it's like you've taken a side. Yeah. It's very, 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 very odd. But look, I don't, I don't look at Nikki's age. I look at her as you know, someone who is because everyone's doing. Well, all, I sort of do. I look at her a bit of her age, and no. also, but I think maybe I'm equating also age with status. If you say that you're that girl, be that girl. If you're their mother, be the mother. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. But I, that, but I say that, and I feel like partly it is hypocritical because sometimes somebody will do something, and you'll be like, no, that's actually fucking mad. I don't care if I'm meant to quote unquote respect myself. What you've done there is actually mad, and I'm yes. going to say something about it. Absolutely, but you see, I think there's two sides to it. People like to compare Nikki to Beyonce. They're like, oh, but you don't see Beyonce fighting with people. I don't necessarily think that Beyonce ignoring all of these things that have said that have been said about her has helped her. I don't necessarily, I, I don't necessarily agree with that. Yeah, like there are certain things that she's just left to our imagination, but that mm-hmm. has I don't think that's necessarily helpful because. Now when people talk about Beyonce Most of the things they say is We don't know who she is Yes, yes, yeah Whether she cares or not Is that something like her, I, but... And I think that there's a certain point Where I, I understand that your mum loves you But if it's your mum That's always coming to ride out It's like So you can't speak for yourself Yeah, you can't speak and for yourself And I know she's not her mum She's not asking her mum to do it But you, you also know that your mum is doing it Yeah, so and I, that's I, the I, only insight We get into yeah, your yeah, personality yeah, 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 I mean, That's yeah, the yeah. only thing So I just I don't think that necessarily Benefits them I don't think you can look at Beyonce's um, and, and you know that now Because when Beyonce Tries to come out with a brand It doesn't necessarily Do all that well Because yeah. we don't know Who we're buying from We don't yeah. know yeah. We don't know who it is But when Nikki comes out With something now People go buy they it. Know they, it They, they know, know who it is. it is They know yeah. what personality They're wearing And I think that, so that's got, a difference. She released perfume recently, didn't she? Released, she, per, she released perfume. I'm not going to say it, it did terribly But I think if it did amazingly We'd know about we'd it We'd know about it And then she's going to Start a streaming site oh, I don't, I'm not too sure about that Beyonce is fine Like she's, yeah. she, she, she's fine But she could be A lot in terms of branding wise And you know If she wants to sell stuff And make money outside of music She could be in a lot of, In a much more better position She's going to do hair stuff in it. She's coming out with the hair stuff We're going to have to see How that goes as well yeah. And the hair stuff I, I think it's a good idea Because it's like 
you don't really need much of your personality for that. They people like Beyonce's hair. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. Always yeah. like Beyonce's hair. Yeah. So that that might do well for her. But I just don't believe that the mystique she's created has benefited her. So yeah. when people try and compare her to Nikki, I'm just like, well, no, Nikki's never really been that. She's always been outspoken. She's yeah. always been. We came to know Nikki off the line of. Maybe I'm gonna put this pussy on his sideburns. Like, yeah, come on, yeah. someone that says that. And I loved gonna... her back in the day. She was good. I even had a whole photo shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, and it was good. I still like that. I photo love those shoot. photos. I, I do. I really photos. like the. I pictures. really think the makeup artist should have blended out the contouring a little bit more. But I really like the photos. You will find girls see. doing similar pictures like that to this day. <laughs> no, seriously, you should wait for it and then put it side by side. And that yeah. and that was 2011. Yeah, ages no, ago. No, more than that. 2008 Yeah it was when I got back From um, America So 20, 2009 Yeah When I so got yeah, back from about, America Yeah That's about right um, But yeah that's that um, I'm, Yeah it's whew, You gave us a real lowdown And I and very balanced points very, very, And I personally do not In case any barbs Are watching this Because I don't know What Jonathan's going to Try and name this I don't want your smoke I don't want <laughs> no, no, your no, problems no, I no, saw no, no. what you tried With Kimberly I don't want it No 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 Because you alone. guys will find out Where I work <laughs> You find out where I live. They will bombard that Literally, place. They'll find out my gym, and I don't. I don't. So want, let don't it be known that. that we are actually we're bystanders. We're bystanders. We're I'm just watching the whole thing. I'm reporting I it like it's news. Yeah, I ain't got a horse in this race and whatever else. I ain't got to pee in this pod. All right. So I don't want to know. Leave me alone. Yeah, I do what you're doing. Yeah. Um. Before um. Straw of the week, aka suck your mom. Um. I read that Britain plans to loan Ghana back the things it stole from Ghana. And what about Nigeria? Well, Nigeria has to come with the VIN, but Nigeria likes being all of the way into Britain's asshole, like just right there, head yeah. first, all the way in, yeah, like doesn't that. care. Um, so I like this VIM that at least Ghana's like, yeah, give us our things back. Um, it says here, the UK is sending some of Ghana's crown jewels back home. 150 years after looting them from the court of the Asante king. And I like that they use the word looting because they love to say that it somehow magically fell on their lap, like the queen's coin. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Show. Um, a gold piece pipe is among 32 items returning under long-term loan deals the BBC can reveal. The Victorian Albert Museum, because of course it's the V&A, is lending 17 pieces and 15 are from the British Museum. Ghana's chief negotiator said he hoped for a new sense of cultural cooperation after generations of anger. Some national museums in the UK, including the VNA and the British Museum, are banned by law from permanently giving back contested items in their collections. And loan deals such as this are seen as the way to allow objects to return to their countries of origin. So why don't you change the law? You can change the law for other things. Why don't you just change the law? And this is how we say, like, the law is deeply racist, deeply colonial, and deeply imperialist. And you know that outside of all the shit that you've stolen from everybody else, you ain't got shit. Right. You know that. Um, but some countries laying claim to disputed artifacts fear that loans may be used to imply they accept the UK's ownership. Tristram Hunt, director of the VNA, told the BBC that the gold items of court regalia are the equivalent of our crown jewels. The items, and even your crown jewels, the jewels on them are stolen. <laughs> so Everything. it doesn't, so you can't say it's the equivalent of our, because it's not actually, because even yours is stolen. The, items, the crown jewels, that's what Charles was in. Yeah. Did. Oh, he was. He's, no, he's in the hospital now. But yeah, I talked about it last week. Oh, yeah. He's bulging prostate. Oh, wow. <laughs> 
Um, but they said they've done the procedure now, so he should probably be sitting on an ice pack and chilling and staying out of running the country. So they don't run the country as they claim, right? It's the firm. Um, the items to be loaned, most of which were taken during the 19th century wars between the British and the Asante, um, include a sword of state and gold badges worn by officials charged with cleansing the soul of the king. And these are beautiful, beautiful items. And it just goes to show like how artful, how like, cra- like our craftsmanship was top notch. Since and from, from, from right, and then you came with your unwashed legs, your unseasoned souls, and you stole the things only to loan it back. To lo- a long-term loan, they probably tried to make it God sound punish better. You. Mr. Hunt said, when museums hold objects with origins in war and looting and military campaigns, we have a responsibility to the countries of origin to think about how we can share those more fairly today. The only way you can fairly share them is to give them back. And the only reason the wars were happening was because you were trying to steal humans from Ghana. <laughs> And you were trying to You were colonizing the land So you're Again It's like You're not telling the full story It wasn't like We just had a tussle We're telling you To get the fuck out (laughs) Um, It doesn't seem to be It doesn't seem to me That all of our museums Will fall down If we build up These kinds of partnerships And exchanges Well I see (laughs) Well I beg to differ Um, Mr. Hunt However, Mr. Hunt insisted the new cultural partnership is not restitution by the back door, meaning it is not a way to return permanent ownership back to Ghana. The three-year loan agreements with an option to extend for a further three years are not with the Ghanaian government, but with the Otumfo Osetutu II, the current Asante king known as the Asantene, who attended the coronation of King Charles last year. The Asantene um, I hope I'm pronouncing that right Sorry Ghanaians Still holds an influential ceremonial role Although his kingdom is now part of Ghana's and modern democracy The items will go on display At the Mania Palace Museum in Kumasi The capital of the Asante region To celebrate the Asante's um, silver jubilee The Asante gold um, artifacts Are the ultimate symbol of the Asante royal government And are believed to be invested with The spirit of former Former Asante kings And that's another thing as well That's why Britain can never know peace And I said it to you before That's why it's not coming home It's coming home It's coming home It's not coming home Until you give the things back That you took from other people And return them to their homes Permanently Your own cannot come home It cannot It's that simple Um, Because there are spirits There are spiritual energies With these things That you lot stole Without thinking about it And those spirits Will continue to flog you Inside, outside, left and right They'll continue to flog you Until you return them to their rightful place um, Yeah, it says here The Asante built was, one, was once one of the most powerful And formidable states in West Africa Trading in, amongst others Gold, textiles and enslaved people Made sure to put that in there um, The UK museums hold more, many more items Taken from Ghana Including a gold trophy head That is among the most famous pieces Of Asante regalia the, uh, the kingdom was famed for its military might and wealth Even now when the Asantene shake hands um, on official occasions He can, um, when he shakes hands on official occasions He can be so weighed down with heavy gold bracelets That he sometimes has an aide whose job is, um, it is to support his arm <laughs> <laughs> Europeans were attracted to what they later named the Gold Coast by the stories of African wealth And Britain fought repeated battles With the Asante in the 19th century In 1874 After an Asante attack 
British troops launched a punitive expedition in the colonial language of the time and ransacking Kumasi and taking many of the palace treasures. So because they told you to get out, because the, the, when they talk about this, um, um, the Asante attack, they were attacking you on their land because you wouldn't get off right. their land. They didn't come to London or Yorkshire to attack you. It was because you were on their land. And then as a retaliation, you stole more of their shit. I feel like Britain as an identity, as a historic identity and present day entity is mad. It's actually mad. We've been there. Ah! Um, the British Museum is also returning on loan a total of 15 items, some of them looted during a later conflict in 1895 to 96, including a sword of state known as the Nkonkonsuo. Okay, you tried. I tried. I tried. I really gave it everything there. Like the Ghanaians, they you really loaded all of these terms heavily, but I'll learn. I'll learn. Is it Chi? Tree. Chi. Chi. TW3. Because you know they use a number. Yeah. Tree. Chi. Chi. Can you like can you like correct us? It's chi, in it. It's chi. It's not chi. <laughs> it's not chi. It's chi. You're meant to like throw it in there. No, I, I, I beg, beg our names to like it's fucking, and they're all saying it. In they're there. saying what I'm saying. They're saying yeah, no, Sadiq got it right. No, chi. you can you tell us it's in chi. the Spotify or the YouTube comments what the correct pronunciation <laughs> is. Um, but yeah, uh, I put this in straw of the week because Britain. This isn't, you're not getting it back. No. And you should give everybody back their things because things are about to get peak. When I was reading about, oh, they're considering conscription that um, British people will be called to, to <laughs> fight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, with this generation of men that we have, you want to fight a war? You I'm, want them to leave their podcasting microphone? Oh my God. And it's so funny, right? Because I'm sure if they were trying to enlist me, they'll look at me like, oh yeah, this one, oh, he will... Uh, he'll be able to do With something serious. Or, uh, his muscles. When I get onto that battleground, uh, <laughs> I would disgrace. You hear me screaming, shouting, running, and running the even, other way. It won't even be a scream like, oh. Like, ah! I'll be screaming. You'll be like, Who, what girl is screaming like that? I'm telling you. And then at some point, you'll see me running towards the opposition with my hands up. And I'll tell them everything that we've got going. I'll be like, we've got five men over there. We've got people hiding in the tree. Or tree. Um, or tree. <laughs> I will tell people, I'll be like, we've got something under the water. I'm telling, I'm giving all I the Britain secrets. I will like never, Mariah. and guys, listen to me. I will never in my life, I would rather die than fight for Britain. No. It's that, it's Seriously. that simple. It is Seriously. that simple on everything. Seriously, because you're going to kill me anyway. Right? So I would, I would never, never, oh, ever, we'll put you ever, through basic ever. training just on the off chance. No, I don't even want there Try. to be an off chance. There's oh, no on chance. There's no off no, chance. No, no, no. I'm different to people. I will do go through the whole process, literally. And then it's when I'm at man, that battleground, I will disgrace you. <laughs> it's literally when. I'm, and then I will just all of a sudden turn my gun, start shooting the British soldiers. They'll be like, what's happening? <laughs> You will be so confused. Like, don't even, don't even ask me. So confused. Never. Don't ask me. Never. I will never, ever. And I feel like more and more it's becoming clear to us. I was doing tarot reading after tarot reading when it's like, oh, guys, we need to get the fuck out of this place with immediate effect. Let's start looking at the places in the world. And you've traveled way more than I have. Really? Have I? Yeah. Start looking at. I think we're about neck and neck. If you're not, if not, you're a bit more than me. You know, I go to a lot of the same places. Like I've been to. LA five times, Miami four times. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? But I think you've seen more countries. Probably. I think but I, I, think, I, I am thinking like 
When you're going on holidays now Book your holidays with intention Go to places you haven't been before Mm. Go and check it out Because you need to start thinking about Where you're going to live Outside of the UK Where you're going to hide Yeah Because we have to plan And I keep having visions Of Lev being by palm trees And climbing them for coconuts Like fam I'm getting out of here (laughs) Getting out of here Getting out of here Because like It's getting worse And and it's not You know that it's a thing Because Sweden's talking about it as well For um, conscription other countries, other European countries are talking. So that means that before the conversation makes it to us, before the conversation makes it to us, them lot have already been talking behind the scenes. So if they're feeling that there's a real need to start getting it into our minds that this is going to be a thing, it's because it's likely to be a thing. So right. start gathering your loads. It's Gen, start... it's Gen Z that will fight for us, but Gen, Gen Z, Z are the worst. They don't like to work. Oh my I'm God. so sorry. Like there's one thing as this podcast is coming to a close. What a fi- fantastic final episode, though, right? Yeah, lovely. Um, Kim Kardashian, I want to apologize to you for just only one thing, <laughs> nothing else but one thing. When you said people don't like to work these days, I said you were chatting shit that you're a capitalist bitch. I called you many names, many names. I'm sure I was on the pod at that yeah. time. And I think I probably disagreed with you. I was like, no, I actually agree with her. People are damn lazy. And I, I disagree with the idea that she's not a hard worker. I think that's what I was disagreeing with. People are like, oh, but you've got so many people to work for you. I, I appreciate that yeah. she does, but I believe Kim is a hard worker. She thinks the things, she knows what she wants done. And, and you're right. I think she works hard in what she does. Fine. Yeah, fine, I, fine, she fine. gets up at, she, you should go read her little thing. She gets up at 4, 5 a.m., she goes to her office. Look, even if she's just going into her office to sit down. She's that, still going. She's still going. I go into my office just to sit down. <laughs> so I can't try and make out like, I'm never going to make out like I go at that desk. If you see me at that desk and I'm typing bare hard, it's because I'm playing an online game. <laughs> I'm not doing... I hope your work colleagues oh, don't listen sorry. to this. Oh, no, yeah, no, sorry. <laughs> no, I'm just, I, I do my job. You guys know I do. I can't believe you said that I do my job Because you're the one That would be like Wait Yeah no I know I do my job But my thing is I'm not I don't It's funny that When Kim talks about working We expect backbreaking work from her No it no. doesn't need to be Backbreaking job, She works Working is relative Right Working is she relative works. Some days When I say that I've worked I've tweaked some things On my website You worked so, Right you Other worked. days I've worked And I've really like Been out here Lifting things Moving things Working up a sweat Yeah mm. So Working up a black sweat Ooh, I Oh I miss one. you Prince Oh Prince okay. um, But yeah Kim back to my apology As a as a Libra son To a Libra son <laughs> um, Yeah You were right You were right You were right As were a business right. owner I really do Feel a type of way That people don't work As hard as I do Like I give My all 100%. Any pussy hair That I have I lay it down <laughs> I lay it down On the work that I do So I find it Fascinating that people can literally be like, oh, it's 5 p.m. I'm not doing anything else. Oh, it's not my day to do any work. I'm not answering any messages. I'm Bye. not doing any emails. I'm not. Yep. Fine, you lot do that. because. But I think maybe that's the difference. When you have a business. And, no, as she, a, it's so funny. You're about to go into one of her iconic lines. What? You know when she was arguing? With Courtney, <laughs> she was, if you had a business that you were passionate about, you would fucking know. That's what she said. So you literally just. So we are, we are truly Libras. <laughs> and so there's one thing I can take away from this podcast <laughs> is that somehow I have something similar to Kim Kardashian. <laughs> but I feel like if it's your own baby, your own business, you will go hard in the pain yes. for your thing. And it's so frustrating when people work with you or work for you. Just seeing their lack of, of you. Oof. Yeah. I get it. And it's like. There could be an emergency, but it's not an emergency to them because it's not their thing. There you are. So it's you that if will. If everything happen. stops working now, they will just go and apply for another job. Ah, oh. Ayele. 
Ah, that's what they say, Yoruba. <laughs> ah, life is hard. hard. This, uh, this life is hard. Ah. And so, Kim, that's the only thing you will hear me give you an apology for. When you said that, I was immediately irritated because you irritate me. But I've come to realize that you're actually not lying. People don't want to work these yes. days. So, Gen Z going to war. <laughs> Forget about it. Gen Z, that you'll call them to come into work and they'll say you that they have a. They'll tell you that they have a workout class at 9 a.m. Yeah. So they can't come to work at 9 a.m. at the same time, I feel like, do we sound like boomers when they talk about us as millennials? When they're like, oh, you lot don't want to work anyway. I think that what we're seeing is that they have boundaries about what they want to do. Yes. They're like, I'm going to, because you, what this job that you're telling me that is your life, is not my life. Absolutely. And that's what I agree with. So when I'm talking about Gen Z, it's not shaming them. Yeah. I'm just surprised at their... Their audacity Yeah, their audacity But it's because... necessary Because otherwise I feel like if they didn't do Some of the things they did We wouldn't set some things in place Oh, absolutely But, but also Because I work for myself I can't not Because the things that they can Just put down I actually need to do If we're going to get money Because you lot will still Send your invoices For me to pay you Right And you also need to appreciate That there's some Gen Zers That are going into the workforce Having never ever worked Five days in the office before Yes How are you going to try And get them to do that? Yeah yeah. How? How? How is it going to be possible? Mm. So they are really trying. To, they are really leading the way in terms of changing the, yeah. our working style, and I love it. I feel if there's one thing that I love from the pandemic, from the from the pandemic, <laughs> Jesus, if there's one thing I love from the pandemic. Don't worry, guys. I'm from here. I was born here. <laughs> there's one thing I love about the pandemic is just how the working style has just gone from like super stressed to like yeah. a bit more relaxed. Yeah. Yeah, and it was necessary, and that was the benefit of Saturn and Uranus being in Aquarius. And now Pluto's gone in, mm. I, um, you know, and you know Saturn and Aquarius. I'm sorry, Saturn and Uranus have obviously left. Saturn went into Pisces, um, mm. and um, what's it? Uh, what's it called? Uh, Uranus went into Taurus, right. and and um, it's now stationed direct. So it was now it can really move mad how it wants to. So I think some people are just going to suddenly be rich overnight. Okay, well, I'm going to claim that. <laughs> Just grab it. We're going to grab that one. That will be me. (laughs) So, meanwhile, Pluto's about to come in. So, um, I remember Colby, the um, astrologer, talking about how 2024 is going to be 2020 on steroids. Like, but I think that Pluto likes to make a big entrance into a new sign. So, when it did that in 2008 and when it entered Capricorn, boom, the the recession, recession, banks crashed, boom. So it's going to do something similar in Aquarius and Aquarius deals with technology. So it's going to do something. So I wouldn't be surprised if in this like whole situation that they're talking about, like Russia, they're getting conscription. I wouldn't be surprised if China locks off TikTok or someone just locks off something to do with the internet to prove a point Mm. or everything crashes or there's some kind of major hacking scandal. Remember when bare people's emails were just getting revealed at one point? Yeah, 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 yeah. Something like that coming back for a little bit. But yeah, I think that over the next 20 years, the way we work is going to change significantly. Yeah. And I think that sometimes the frustrations I have, I do. And I'm glad, like you said, that your um, keyword a lot of the times, your magic word is self-awareness. Mm. I'm glad that I'm gl- gaining more self-awareness in the sense that sometimes the things that irritate me about people working with me is showing me how capitalism is so deeply embedded within me. Mm. Do you get what I mean? Mm. Because, yeah, why shouldn't there be a, a point where you're like, this is how much I'm going to do? And that's the thing. As long as you show up for when you said you're going to show up, that do that. That really should be it. Yeah, yeah, that should be it. And I should figure out, so when if you're showing up here, somebody else needs to show up here and somebody else needs to show up here and actually everything is covered. And maybe we're used to before one person doing all of the things. Maybe it's a case of split it off. 
and let everybody do what they can manage and manage well. I agree. There's definitely a lot to learn in that respect. Yeah. So just looking at all of those areas of self. But I guess that's it for this episode. The final episode of SYM. And what better way to finish it than you joining me? Because you are part of my journey in life generally. And I'm so oh. thankful that you're my brother. And we get to, and not just my brother, like my actual friend. Yes. So Because we really, we really stay in touch. <laughs> I talk Our to you. Notes. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> literally. And it's weird. If I don't get a voice note from you in like three or four days, I'm like, you okay, what's happening? <laughs> because I just need to know what's going on. You're like, like my yeah. favorite person to voice note. I just send you like the longest things. Literally. And I, I was laughing the other day because I was thinking about the things that make my life joyful. And I I noted, I was journaling and I was like, one of the things that make my life jo- joyful is when you sent me um, a voice note that's like over three minutes. I was like, oh, it's going to be juicy. Because <laughs> you know what I did? Because I'm to the point. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, yeah, you're I'll respond concise, to this. You're succinct. So I usually, you told me everything you need to tell me in about a minute 20. Talks, talks. That is a very long voice note for, for you. Me, yeah. But when I see three going to fight, I said, like, oh, this is going to have to be so juicy. <laughs> it's so funny. When I see I've the same, when I see a six minute, po- um, I was gonna say six minute <laughs> podcast. <laughs> when I see a six minute voice up from you, I'm like, okay, cool. When I get back from work, yes. When I get back from work, because I can't, I can't just listen to this one here and there. Yeah. I need to know. I need to yeah. not too much information. I maybe need to be on the toilet. I need to do. I mean, yes. I need to really yeah. take time. <laughs> really absorb. What yeah, you're what you're saying. So yeah, it's yeah. no. Thank you for being oh, um, part of just everything that makes my life amazing. Oh, I appreciate you. you. And yeah, it's really done. Guys, thanks for having me. Thanks for showing me so much love, especially you, of course. And, <laughs> you know, you guys wanting me to come back onto the podcast. Thank you so much for the love. And speaking to you guys out on road. Sometimes I run into you guys when I'm on lunch at work, doing, <laughs> living my normal average life. <laughs> so it's just nice to just be seen. Yeah, no, yeah. it truly is. And on a final note for you all that will be stopping your journey for now with me here those of you who are joining me on the website obviously i'll see you then but those of you who are stopping here um thank you it's been the most amazing incredible journey to give you um bits of myself as i've grown since 2017 mm-hmm. and it's funny because like i said i was only ever going to do this podcast for a year and then i did it for for a year and i was like yeah deuces i'm out but then so much happened that i had to come back and do all of these things and even if i've never met many of you Big up to you. The my, I think you're my one listener in Peru. Whoever you are, <laughs> you're going to hear this and I fucking love you. Yes. I don't know who you Shout are. Shout out to you. But I always see Dedicated. that weekly you listen in Peru where whoever you are, <laughs> big up yourself. And all of you people that listen in like the most obscure places, large up your chest because yes. I feel I feel it. Like That's what I was going to say. Like Even though I've never met so many of you, I genuinely feel the love that you have for me because mm. I see it in the analytics, the countries that people are listening for, and you stay consistent with it. Of course, we expect the big boys, like, you know, not that, that those numbers don't matter, but like the US, mm. Canada, like Australia, I, I see those, Japan, even, like I see all of, you know, these places, but it really means something when I'm thinking about some of you in the countries that you're in and all the things that's happening in those countries and weekly you show up to listen to this like may it always be well with you and i pray so much abundance over your life and with all of the weird astrological shit that might be going on over the next few years i hope that it brings you like incredible blessings like because sometimes the wildest shit that happens in life brings us fantastic gifts and i know that some of you started listening in 2020 so even though 2020 was wild on a grand scale it still brought us together mm-hmm. and you say how much like it's brought you a sense of peace since. So thank you for allowing me into your eardrums 
every week and trusting me with your energy and trusting me with your heart. I greatly, greatly appreciate it. I'm hoping that the majority of you will hop on over from the 29th of February. Um, you'll join me on kelechiokafor.com forward slash kaleidoscope. That's K-E-L-E-I-D-O-S-C-O-P-E, kaleidoscope. That you'll join me there from 29th of February for us to start the next stage of our journey together because, you know, we're family now, but not in a toxic way that workplaces claim that they're your family. <laughs> they're weird. But um, yeah, that I guess that that's it. So for those that I'm seeing on the other side, I, you know, I will catch you on that side, I guess. But yeah, I've been Kelechi Okafo. And I have been Sadiq. And this has been SYM for the last time, officially known as Say Your Mind, unofficially known as What What? <sighs> Suck Yo. your... Um, and that's that That is that So like I said For those who I'm catching On that side I'll catch you on that Flip side And for everyone else Peace Bye guys It's the Ben's Brunani Woman is Baby boys Baby girls You need to hear this so Sit down Sit down Receive this realness Make sure your cup's ready For the tea We are gonna sip it Hard time scrolling For your long shorts You might learn something You never know Collect you find And she's wonderful Kind, don't say you mind, say you mind.